Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a G Radio. This is episode 528 for August 27th, 2018. Drew, we made a mention last night that you literally missed the the on-the-spot direct 12th anniversary show. Yeah, I did. You did say that the week before. We did, but we just gotta keep, we were on it for 12 years. I mean, we, if we what mention a, it three times, I think that's okay. What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but you had to suck it too, wouldn't you? <laughs> I bet you'd like to suck it. <laughs> but as you can tell on the show, we do have Drew. Yes, we got the Wombat. Yep. And we've got Anthony. Yeah. And we've got video games. We're you know the... how weird it is that we all have to um, make some sort of affirmative comment that we are actually here. I know, and I wait. And that for you are it not to... just making it up. <laughs> I'm here. I swear. I... That's our version of like and subscribe. (laughs) You see that? You see that subscribe button in iTunes right now? Why don't you? Why don't you? I want you to hammer that subscribe button. Smash it, man! Smash it! Click it! You like what you're seeing? Hey, what's up? That like button. Also check out my other channel. (laughs) Coming to you live-ish. We ought to to have a thumbnail of us all making like a surprised face. Oh yes. Oh my god. That is like uh, that is like the ultimate I will never click on your friggin' link. If it's somebody with their mouth open and eyes wide in the thumbnail. Doing the Macaulay Culkin, yeah. Oh I God. really freaking hate that. Oh my god, you will never believe what happened. I bet you unless the man eats his own face, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna totally believe what happened. Oh, yeah. All the thing boy, about it all is, like bold letters, not clickbait. The thing about it is, we're all um, uh, we're all just hating because these folks made like hundreds of thousands of dollars from talking shit on YouTube and saying like and subscribe. Yeah, we're like we've been around for twelve twelve years, haven't made one dollar on this show between <laughs> us. Man, all these guys with the like and subscribe stuff are so lame. <laughs> oh, I, I say, even though I commit three hours a week. <laughs> to this show for absolutely zero financial gain. I think I think the difference is though is that like, and I, I was gonna you know what I'm mean, gonna say we at least try to make quality content, but I've listened to this fucking show. So I was gonna say I don't, yeah. I don't know where you're getting the quality comment from. The people that are still listening to this show know what the quality of of the content is. We've never set the bar higher than we could reach, and that's a pretty no. low bar. <laughs> yeah. Ground level. You gotta set goals, man. <laughs> the only time we ever set the bar freaking week. 
the only time we ever set the bar higher than we could reach was when Gambus was on the show. That's true. And unfortunately, his he flew too close to the sun. Uh, his wings of wax melted, and he fell into the ocean. I don't know. We have Drew. Drew could do a pretty good Gambus con. What's up? That's all I can do. Well, that's all you need to do, kind of. So, go off on a rant about something. Just start saying Gambus Con's on the show, and we'll just have Drew. You know what's funny is Gambus Con like transcends everything. Like I was, I was in GameStop this weekend, and and the guy that works there knows both of us, and he brought up Jason because he's <laughs> he was talking about how Jason would get mad when I gave him shit about Splatoon. <laughs> I was like, God damn, Gambus transcends everything. <laughs> oh, anyway, video games, video games, video games. There's all kinds of video games. Drew, do you want to talk about some video games? I've got three games I can't talk about. You can talk about Divinity. It's in game preview. Yeah, I, I mean, mean I, well, if you say embargo, though, there's an embargo for the review. But I mean, I think the game preview version lets you play like. 30 hours of it or something? In the first 10 hours. Okay, well still, have you, I mean, 10 hours, that's a lot to talk about. <laughs> I haven't put 10 hours into Divinity 2. <laughs> oh my god, you haven't even got out of the intro yet. <laughs> You'd think. <laughs> but, um, no, yeah, I'm, I'm reviewing Divinity Original Sin 2 on the Xbox One. <sighs> um, this is the Definitive Edition, I think that's what it's called, I don't know. But, um, yeah. I'm sort of disappointed it's not um, uh, published by THQ Nordic, so it can be the Divinitive Edition. Divini- Divinity of the Edition. Oh my god. Yeah, but now Divinity, uh, I played, a, I don't know, probably about seven hours of Original Sin on the PC. And uh, really, so you really, really, you really scraped the bottom of the barrel for all that content. <laughs> I yeah, I know. Well, see, I just, I don't have time to play anything anymore. But uh, well, yeah, that is a that is that game is so packed that like yeah, I don't blame you. Oh, it's it's huge. So like Original Sin Two is just as big, and just works so stinking well. The amount of polish in this game is insane. Everything is voiced, and there's Which is crazy tons of dialogue. And everything is voiced. Even they even have a narrator like talking, basically reading off what is you know, like actions. Like oh, he he reached for his knife. There's oh, a guy wow. saying that stuff. It's not just voiced from from like characters talking. It's crazy the amount of stuff is in this game. So the question I have for you, and it's only because I've kind of heard this from people that have played the PC version. Would you? And I know you play D and D or play D and D at least. Would you say this is? Pretty much the D and D game. Yes, this is probably one for one, like how a virtual D and D game would be. Um, I I haven't delved into it. Somebody told me that there's actually a DM mode where somebody plays as a DM. Oh wow! And creates a story and scenarios. I don't know how any of that works. I've just started doing the story mode. I'll have to look into that. But yeah, no, this is, if you like Dungeons and Dragons, you're going to like this game. <laughs> they have, they have the, the whole character sheet thing. They have everything. You're going to like the way I look. I you're going to love the way you look. I I you, um, 
What did you pick as your character, or did you make one? I picked an origin character. Origin, so they have a selection of characters that are pre-built that have personalities and backstories, uh, and you get a lot more dialogue options that way. And I chose one of the origin characters. Um, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Is Seabill? Uh, she is the elf assassin who uh, was basically being mind controlled to assassinate people. And she was able to break free of her mind control. And now she's on a quest to find her master and kill him. It sounds like an excuse. Yeah, I was under mind control when I killed all these people. Yeah. Uh, but uh, all the characters that uh, you run into. So basically the story begins with uh, people are being rounded up. Anybody who has any type of magical abilities are being rounded up and put on this island. Um, and you're on a ship to begin with and you run into a bunch of other people. Now those are all the origin characters that you could have chosen. Um, you can later recruit them for your party. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So you can do all that. Um, the, like the first, like the first main mission is okay. Get off this Island. You're, you're, you start on the, you start on the Island and that's kind of like your, your beginning parts. And, uh, yeah, I've probably put maybe four hours in this game so far, and um, I'm still on the island trying to find a way out. And it seems like there's going to be multiple ways I could get off this island. So multiple quest lines, some of which I'll probably never see because I'll probably go with one of, you know, just by choosing one of them. Yeah, you're not going to play through all 400 different scenarios? No, no. Well, but Drew, you have to complete a game to its fullest extent, or otherwise sneak I mean, you on Twitter. He can just copy and paste somebody else's review. It's fine. That's true. I did it with my Dead Cells review. Yeah, I mean that's the, that's that's how that works. Yeah, it's not like any of us are writing for IGN. Uh, no, it's not IGN. Uh, who cares? It's not like I'm getting paid for this. No, so. <laughs> you know, like it's my job uh. or anything. My favorite part of that is like I've moved my family out, and what am I supposed to do now? Not steal. That was kind of the easy thing to do. Did he seriously say that? No. Yeah. He well, he moved his family out to there to live, and Los people were like, yeah, to uh, to work the, uh, for IGN. He moved his whole family out there, and it's like people are like, well, give him some credit. He don't can't support his family. All he had to do was not steal yeah. and give his opinions. It was the, literally the easiest thing you could do. It was more effort to steal the things than to form yes. his own opinions. That was the thing was like when you found out like he even like copied and pasted somebody else's resume into his from a site that how to build a resume. And I'm just like, man, that it takes a whole lot more work than just typing up a resume. Mm-hmm. Well, what the crap? People say so anyway, that guy was crazy. That guy's lingual, lim- lingual kleptomaniac. That's what yeah. he was. Anyway, yeah, divinity. Uh man, that's, that's that's something special. That is something that any RPG fan would probably really like. Uh, in fact, I know. I dare say this, Ryan. This is your cup of tea, and then some. Mm. Interesting. Uh, the the thing is, is that if you do decide to pick this game up, you're not playing next, anything for the next year and a half. All we're going to hear is you saying, "Well, I played Divinity this week." Yeah. Well, I mean. 
He's still saying The Witcher now and then. Yeah, this is... No, I'm just telling other people to play The Witcher. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he actually beat The Witcher, so... Well, I figured right. he was going through a second time. Yeah, nah, the, Divinity Original Sin 2, man. That's You don't have to play Original Sin 1. They make a few references to Original Sin 1, but this takes place a thousand years after the first game. Now, is... Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, I, I would highly suggest this to you, man. Because I mean, you like, I mean, you, you were a big Boulder's Gate fan back in the day, right? I was. Yeah. That's this is That's this is Boulder's Gate. Okay. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, by the way, um, Anthony, you mentioned uh, playing Witcher a second time, and you wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Witcher Three is actually the only uh, Witcher game that I haven't beat twice. Oh wow. It is the biggest, though. So it is. Yeah, man, you went back and played The Witcher one again. Yep, I beat it twice. Enhanced edition, right? I played the enhanced edition. The enhanced edition. Yep, I have an original. I have the the original uh, version. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that one's kind of rough. Mm hmm. It's got a manual Uh, in it that is actually just a book. Yep. Physical CD version. Yep. The enhanced edition has that too. I that, didn't think they cut stuff out for it, so... What What is the other yeah. games... I know one of the other games you're playing, Drew, and we can talk about the first level of that game. Okay. It's out on Tuesday. What's the other one? I, I forgot. Hero... Uh, Hero Academy? God. That's out this week, right? Or That's was not that Hero last Academy. week? It's, it's, it's Hero Defense. Hero Defense came out last week, so you're good. Okay. I can talk about Hero Defense. Yes. Hero, Hero Defense is weird. It is a tower defense game where you play as characters rather than towers. Yes. And you can you can physically move the characters to different places. Each character plays differently. So you got like a vampire hunter who uh, does more damage to vampires. You got a guy who's like a, a holy man who does more damage to undead skeleton things. Um, that game feels like a mobile game that had microtransactions in it at one point and now they're not there so to pad out the game they make you have to purchase things in game that's it's a weird one i don't mind it um it's i mean it's basically like um like it's like pixel junk or something like that it's like pixel junk monsters but you're playing as characters and you can level up your characters. You can equip them with different, um, like runes that give them different things when you level them up. Uh, it's all there, and it's okay. Um, how much are they charging for this game? That's the bigger question for me. Um, I will have to look that up because I do not remember how much this game is. I'm okay. sure I remember if it's on PS4. I I think so. Because I know it's on Xbox. I think it's on PC. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's it's where you basically can move your towers because they're people. Yep. And you can position them wherever. Thirty bucks. Thirty dollars. Mm, I would wait for a price drop. If I'm being completely honest, because and this... honestly, if you're gonna spend thirty dollars, you might as well pick up Gene Rain. <laughs> exactly. Hey, hey now. Hey now. You're an all star. Um, <laughs> Get your game on. Yeah. Not with Gene Rain, you're not. No. Hey, I saw a review that gave the game a seven. It's okay. Wait. What? 
Yeah, I'm was serious. It, was it from the Delhi Network? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember who it was from, but this is this. I had to I had to read the review that gave that game a seven. I'm like, uh, you guys this need to a, play more games. This is a paid review. I don't. Yeah. I, uh, I don't Broke think. I, I don't. Government. I don't like to think that those exist. It's just they—they mm, they don't as much as people think they do. I've never been offered money to give a game a good review. Money hat. So, uh, oh, and 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 and, and it, like the like people misunderstand the GameSpot, I think scenario the most is that they just got a new boss who didn't know what to do, and that's why Gersman was fired. Well, yeah, they also were threatening to pull advertising, but they didn't. Pay specifically for no, the review, but they were threatened to pull advertising, and the new boss is like, "Well, we can't have that." Like, yeah, no, you can't. Don't cave. Don't cave. <laughs> yeah. is the answer. Your integrity is worth more than your advertising dollars. Well, that guy probably doesn't work for Gamespot anymore. No, and, probably uh, not. Giant, bomb, giant and, bombs owned by. I was going to say, uh, and, and Gershman's back CBS. in the CBS building, so <laughs> yeah, they're right beside them. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, Hero Defense is okay, but I wouldn't spend thirty bucks on that. Um, the other game that I'm playing for review, uh, apparently, we can talk about the first level of. Yeah, they're letting people stream the first level, so we can talk about the first level. Okay, uh, I played with Ken, which is Strange Brigade. I really want to play this game. Strange Brigade is kind of cool. This is a fun game. Yeah. Um, what took me by surprise? So the first thing I hear about when I hear Strange Brigade is it's made by Rebellion, yep. which is the who same guys games. Who, who made you know Sniper Elite. They did Zombie Army Trilogy. Alien uh, Alien versus Predator. Did they do that one? I think they did both of them. Oh, okay. The original and the uh, the original shooter and the uh, new one. So you know. What I'm thinking is probably an arena horde mode mixed with shooting a bunch of enemies through corridors because that's kind of what you do in those games. Um, that's not what I got in this game. Nope. You've got, you got a bunch of enemies coming after you in these intricate, elaborate levels that are full of secrets and, and different passageways and this really goofy presentation that is absolutely fantastic. It's like, so it's like, uh, the mummy with Brendan Fraser, right? It takes place like in the 1930s and you're going to Egypt to do some treasure hunting or you're going to stop this, evil doctor who's trying to resurrect a, you know, a dead prince or something like that. And you're using like this old style weaponry, like the old, like 1920s machine gun, shotgun, stuff like that. But you also have these like talismans that allow you to use special abilities. And they have an announcer who is basically narrating the entire game as you're playing it. I'm just waiting for him to go bully. <laughs> he's, he's he's one of those guys. Yeah, bully for you. <laughs> you know. Oh, and, so uh, it's, terrible! It's a mummy coming out of the sarcophagus. Yeah. 
jumping Jehoshaphat. Yes, that is yeah, that he, guy. He, he does. He, he sounds like that. He sounds like the announcer guy that Ryan used to do. <laughs> get and, you now. Get your doubloons. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's it's fantastic. Um, the only thing there's a there's a couple of little problems I have with the game. I don't think the aiming is as good as it should be. It takes a minute to accustom to it. It's it's kind of weird. Like in a console shooter, there's usually like this kind of sticky aim. Yeah. When you pull the left trigger to to zoom, and this one has it, but it's very liberal. Like it does not sticky very well. No. And the enemies obviously are moving like zombies, and well, some of them do. And in you know they're kind of shambling around, and it's hard to hit them. You know. I'll tell you, the talisman that I added to the machine gun made a huge difference. The one that steadies its aim. Yeah. That that made a huge difference in, in my aiming. Yeah. So, when I say that the levels are elaborate, um, it, you're not going from point A to point B. You, you are going from point A to point B, but it's going to take you like 30 minutes of walking around like solving puzzles and I'm talking like it's not the same puzzle every time kind of thing it's sometimes it's floor puzzles and sometimes you gotta like look at the environment to try and figure out what you need to do to make this, this door open and it changes depending on how many players you have playing with you oh cool so Ken said he did the first level and he had already done this puzzle and when I played with him we did the first level again the puzzle had changed and we both had to work together to make the puzzle work. Yep, the puzzle the puzzle scaled depending on the fact that I was by myself. I could do it by myself, but then when we played together, we had to work together to solve it because one person couldn't do it. That's yeah. a, like I don't think a lot of developers think of stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's That's cool. Oh, by the way, Drew, you know those doors we couldn't figure out. Yeah, I found like right above the first door because I replayed the first level the other day. Uh-huh. The answer's right right above the door. Always? <laughs> I don't know if it's always, but it was on that one. I opened the door. <laughs> Literally the symbols in the order we were supposed to hit them were on top of the door. Oh, well, that no. was the thing. It's like I shot the same symbol like three times, and it was like, oh, it's accepting it. What's going on? Yeah, it was right above the door. I was like, oh, my God, how did we miss that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not the Strange Brigade. No, we're definitely not the Strange Brigade. We're the, we're the idiot brigade. <laughs> <laughs> I I have a question. Would you say this the level layout something more akin to like a Doom sort of level, like a maze, or it's definitely <laughs> it's definitely intricate. I don't know if I would say it's kind of like Doom, but or or, yeah. uh, or Serious Sam, which is a little bit more linear. No, it's not linear at all. It's not linear at all. I mean, they, they basically, when you enter an area, it says, okay, you need to go here, but you can take as many routes as you want to to get there. And there's okay. hidden stuff off to the sides that you don't even have to do. Um, yeah, there's tons of optional stuff in every level that is mainly hidden, and you just got to go exploring. And that's one of the fun things about it is just going and, and exploring. Unfortunately, it brings up one of my complaints about the game. So you can earn skill points for the characters, but yeah. the only way you get a skill point is if you collect every item on a level. And we missed one, and we didn't get a skill point, and when you go back to that level, you still have, let's say, four or five, 
but it doesn't tell you which one you missed. It's still when you find one, it still says one of five. So Ugh. that sucks. Like, like kill the ones I've already found, please. So I know which one I'm missing. But yeah, there's different characters. Every character plays the same except for their special ability. And they're adding a fifth character. Yes. On launch they're day. Adding, they're adding a fifth character for free on launch day. And it's um yeah, they got like um you're like you're like treasure hunters, but you're also in are you on a Zeppelin? Is that what you're on? Flying around? I forget what they call it, but yeah, it looks like a Zeppelin. And they're getting they're getting messages from a radio a la like Charlie's Angels kind of thing. It's like Strange Brigade, you need to go to Cairo and stop this evil madman from taking over this thing and they're like, Okay, let's do it. Yeah, that game was that game is cool. There's an achievement for annoying the narrator. <laughs> Which I totally got by accident. You got it by accident because you were talking to your son <laughs> and I was waiting on you. And I got it because I was in the menus too long. <laughs> Wait, so it's by simply waiting? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. He gets mad if you don't move along. That was pretty good. I thought when you said uh, Ken was talking to his son, I was like, don't tell me it was like picking up his mic audio. <laughs> no, no. He no. was like, will you shut the hell up? <laughs> get back to the adventure, Strange Brigade. I said get back. <laughs> okay, fine. Be that way. Yeah, he gets pissed if you don't play yeah. the game. <laughs> Achievement unlocked. You annoyed the narrator. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's actually really cool. Yeah, that game is. That's a that's that's, that's a solid game. And I think uh, anybody looking for some co-op action should probably pick up. And it doesn't play like Left for Dead. I'm assuming, right? No, it's, it's, no. it's like it, on the surface level, it may look that way, but it doesn't. Okay, no, no, it, that's it, on my alley because I'm not a huge Left for Dead fan. If it feels like you know, a lot of those games are straight up like Horde mode, point A to point B you know, kill everything yeah. in your path. And this game feels like there's just a whole lot more to it. Like we said, like there's puzzles, there's, there's little like, uh, combat arenas. There's lots of treasures to find. Like it's, it feels like there's a lot to it. If I had one, another complaint about the game is that the levels are kind of too long. Yeah. It takes you about an hour per level and you can't, you can't drop it and come back. And that kind of sucks. If you do die, the checkpoints are actually pretty good though. Yeah. Yeah. And there's lots of difficulty settings. There's lots of other. There, there's two other modes. Um, there's a straight up horde mode if you just want to do that. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a challenge mode. So. Does the horde mode have like their own maps or? No, it's it's sectioned off pieces of the existing maps. Oh, still, that's cool. And I think I looked at the map after. We, I think there's like nine levels total to go through. Yeah. And I mean, if they're like an hour piece, that's a solid ten hour campaign. That's not bad. Yeah. It's it's definitely fun, especially with some friends. Yep, uh, it's a that game is a lot more fun than I expected it to be. I expected it to be neat, but there's a lot more to it than than it seems. Yeah, I was expecting Zombie Army trilogy, but set in the Mummy universe. Yeah, but instead I got this weird hybrid of shooter horde shooter with puzzle solving and exploration. Really good presentation too. A really great presentation, yeah. 
It's it's a solid game. I suggest that to anybody who likes those kind of games. Absolutely. Yeah. It's out on Tuesday, so. And does, and uh and I'm like by the, your impression, I'm assuming the announcer has that transatlantic radio voice. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Just straight up like 1930s radio serial style. Yeah. It reminds me of like you know like the old radio shows of the back in the day, like The Shadow and stuff like that. Oh yeah. The Shadow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Starring Alec Baldwin. Oh, Alec Baldwin. That's right. All right. Uh, anything else before we move along? Uh, just my standard Overwatch crap. Standard Overwatch crap. Watch crap. Yeah, nobody nobody cares about Overwatch anymore. No. No. Except us. Except us. Yep, that's about it. Alright, uh, Anthony. I know you well, can't talk yeah. about the big boy. No, I really want to. Um, so, other than the game I'm currently playing... It's um, Dragon Quest Eleven. Don't do that. I hate when people do that. <laughs> well, I don't know what I'm allowed I'm to I'm really enjoying it. Redacted. Like if you if you tweet that you're the biggest douchebag on the planet. Like don't do that. Redacted I really like is playing so... games before release. I can't tell you which ones they are. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm playing Dragon Quest Eleven for review. Uh, well, that conversation's over. Yeah. Um, I played Guacamelee two for review. Uh, finished that up. Reviews done. How long uh, is that game? Because the first one's only like six seven hours. So uh, it's a little bit longer. It's about eight or nine, but I'm also doing as much as possible. And I mean, the more you suck at that game, the longer it'll become. And when I say that, I don't mean like that was probably the bad way to put it. The platforming in that game is a lot harder than the first games I found. And the first game wasn't like a cakewalk necessarily, but um, number two is horribly difficult at times. Um, now it's not punishing; like it doesn't make you go and redo everything. Um, it'll just warp you usually back to the last piece of solid ground that you were on. Um, the thing is, is that like, and you and I were talking about this, Ken, that game, uh, the bonuses that get you the extra heart pieces or extra cash or the uh, skulls that increase your, I don't know if they, what they refer to it as stamina yeah, it's or, it's like how many times you can do one of your the special moves. The special yeah. moves, yeah. Um, those are difficult. Oh, the game at some point gets to that level. Yeah, like I can't remember exactly where it was, but the later on, I was like, wow, this is getting to the point of like being just as hard as those bonus rooms. And it's hard to say why that is. I don't know if it's just the way the camera works. Sometimes I felt it was too close in. Sometimes I felt it was too far back. Um, this because this one has four player multiplayer. I can't imagine the chaos of that. It, it and I'm wondering if they have like a method like the uh, Rayman games do, where like one person can basically do the platforming while the other people keep dying, and it'll just warp them too. But um, even like it kind of I, the reason why I bring up Rayman is because Rayman has a really hard levels later on and this game is gets super difficult um it's i i have not been hearing enough people talking about it i feel like it's going under the radar well it's not out yet i thought it was out did did it come out last week i think it came out last week okay okay i was Um, i couldn't remember if it was last week or this week 
I want to say it came out this oh, last week, uh, August twenty first. Okay. So, okay. So it's yeah. it's just now a week old. Okay. Yeah. So, and and it's um, I, I don't know how to put the blame on another game. That's not. But I think a lot of people are so into dead cells right now that this game is not getting talked about. If you want what is considered a Metroidvania, like a real Metroidvania. My choice for the one to play this year would be Guacamelee 2. You can't go wrong with Iconoclast. So that's also a fantastic title. Uh, far more story-heavy in Iconoclast. But uh, Guacamelee 2 is spectacular. Um, the only the only gripe I could g- give to it is that it is very difficult. And the platforming is difficult. The combat isn't... The combat gets to be challenging, but is never so overwhelmingly hard. But the 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 platforming, one of them had me. So you can shift between uh, the world of the living and the world of the dead, like you do in the first title. Um, one of them had me doing a wall jump. Uh, I had to jump through, hit the trigger, switch to the world of the switch worlds, uh, jump back, um, like do the wall jump undo the wall jumps, or uh, uh, sorry, switch dimensions, then hit another wall now, and as I'm jumping off that wall, switch dimensions, then I have to jump off of that one, dodge through a thing of vines, boost jump, and then switch dimensions again, and it was like split seconds that I'm hitting all these buttons to do all like the special move, and the jump, and the switch, and at the end of it I got coins. Um... And you get coins from fighting enemies. Which the uh, coins allow you to use the new upgrade tree. Yes, the new upgrade tree is great. It's just um, when you do something hard like that, you're kind of hoping for a heart or a um, <laughs> yeah. skull piece. And uh, to not get that is kind of di- di- uh, disappointing. There's also enemies that do one-hit kills now. Um, they look like bombs. I don't remember those from the first game, but it's the also been a long time. The ones with the timer? Yes. Yeah, those are in the first game. They sucked in the first game, and they fucking suck in the second game. Yeah, um, but even that, it's, it's, I think, fair still, because they usually have enough time for you to go and hit them. It's just to distract you from fighting enemies that do more damage. That's my biggest. Com- that's my biggest complaint about the combat in that game is like switching. The, the well, the combat is great. Like it feels really good, but when you get in a room with a yellow guy, a blue guy, a green guy, two bombs, and switching world dudes, man, fuck that! I don't need to keep track of. That's like putting in like a fucking Mortal Kombat versus DC thirty button code. Yeah, it it. it, it. The I think the worst one is the ones with the white shield where you just have to wail on them. Yeah. Oh God. And it, it, it's a but like I I bring this up a lot in my reviews. I, I know it's uh, or, or and when I talk about games, it's fair. And like that's a thing that I don't think a lot of video games uh, understand when they go to be challenging. Um, this game does not punish you. Um, and when it does, it it isn't so aggressive that you feel like you've just wasted time. Um, there's a point later on in Iconoclast where it goes very linear for a while. Now, it's a very plot-heavy point, and uh, the plot of Iconoclast is, like, the storyline is amazing. 
Um, and it really drives kind of the feeling home in that. But there's a portion where you have to do one long segment and not die. And it is very hard and it's punishing. And it's kind of gets to the point where I went, this is not really fun anymore. Like, I just want to get past this part and I did. And then the game got back to its high quality. But it kind of took away the point of like enjoying the game. And that's the thing that Guacamelee 2 does amazing. Again, the only kind of thing I could say about it was that it was too difficult at times to the point where I felt like people were going to step away from it. And that's obviously a disappointment because it is fantastic. And um, spoil it for my review, I suppose. Um, I think it's the... Out of all the games I reviewed, I think it's the second best game. Um, and Unravel 2 scored higher than it. Um, and the reason why is because Unravel 2 was so perfect with its accessibility that even if you weren't understanding the puzzles, it was help you through it. And Guacamelee 2, there is no help. Even if you were to turn it on to easy, it's the platforming that's difficult. I don't know if there was an easy option, but the platforming is so hard that they'd have to redesign their entire levels. Um, so that was the only sort of downside. But God, that game is funny. The writing's smart. The Early on, the, um, the you go through like different dimensions. Yeah, that's pretty rad. And and they do those later on in the game to the point where they just have you do an RPG segment. I think and, one of my favorite things in this one is the when you have to go to the dude's basement that has all the Chozo statues. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and all the uh you now have blinking fast. Yeah. And they bring and it, it back up later it. in the game, it's so yes, good. Um one of them one of them you go and you break the statue and the guy doesn't show up. Yeah. To teach you how to use the powers. Is it we good? Um, yep. Okay. Um, and then there was um, uh, the the uh, Street Fighter joke. Yeah, there's there's a lot the, of there's the, a lot of good. The, re- the, this this game's um, more referential than it was. The first one was very meme heavy. Yeah, and and um, yeah, they do the same thing sort of, but where they like have the posters on the wall for fake luchadors that are never in the game. Um, like there's one at Sonic that I'm pretty sure says you got you got to go fast. Got to go fast. Um, Chili dogs. There's a severed reference. Uh, yeah, there's quite a few. Um, there's also little missions now too that you can kind of take. Um, yeah. There's a fighting arena with the flame guy. There's yeah. There's a lot of cool uh, stuff in this game. I don't I don't want to spoil all of it because there's, there's so all much I have of it. To say, the only thing I have to say is that the chicken can fight this time. Yeah, that's that's pretty rad. And, and there's a whole chicken subplot that is yeah, I know what it is. That is amazing, and I haven't seen it through yet. So, but it's it is. <laughs> you got pull um, pull yeah. pull your power. Yeah. Oh god. Um. Yeah. Anyways, I don't. I, I people should not skip on that. It's worth every penny. I think it's twenty. Um, I think it's thirty, isn't it? Uh, I can pull that up right now. Um, you might be right. It might be. I think I think it's twenty because I remember the first game being that. But let me just yeah, it's actually it, on it's, sale right now for eighteen bucks on PSA. Yeah, buy that game. Um, buy that game. It's worth twenty dollars. Um, you especially you know what? Especially if you have someone that will join in 
too, um, because that game is fun as it is, and having an extra person along. I don't know if four players would be great, but uh, that might be new playing Super that with Mario someone else Brother would be level super fun. Chaos. Also, you get you get to play as the um, you get to play as the uh, goat guy. So that's a new one. Yeah, you can unlock costumes this time. Not it's not just uh, it's not just. You can unlock costumes in the first game and tostada. But yeah, it's it's you get you get different characters too. Now they all have the same abilities. Not sure, but, but you know. um, it was kind of disappointing that um, the uh, goat gentleman doesn't turn into a goat instead of a chicken. <laughs> I understand why. <clears throat> Maybe he could be a tiny goat. Yes, I think that should have <laughs> been the case. But uh, yeah, that game is spectacular. Um, everybody needs to play it, if, especially if you are in the Metroidvania kick right now. Um, that's one of the best out there. And that's it. I can't talk about Dragon Quest and then and, uh, Guacamelee 2 is what I was playing. So, Alright, so Wombat. Alright. So, I have played um, a couple things. Uh, mostly, honestly, lately I've been playing... Wow, are you guys getting a really bad echo on my mic? Yes. I'm okay, not. is it gone now? Now it is. Huh, okay, that was weird. really weird. I never heard it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was like I was talking to myself, and you know, I don't normally do that on the podcast. That's a lot. Um, <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> although, to be fair, we've all been pretty much talking to ourselves for twelve years. So speaking into a um, void. <laughs> the uh, so no, I played honestly. What I played the most of um, this week is um, uh, Skylanders Imaginators with my son. Um, we he for some reason got back into that here this last week, and so that's the one where you get to build your characters. Yes, correct. That um, thing is like super cheap now, right? Yeah, I mean we got so we got. Um, I like how you're saying it quiet, got, like you got away with something. Yeah, yeah, we, we did. So <laughs> for his for his birthday, we got it at Toys R Us, and As it was close. obviously when they were going out of business, we got the game for Switch, um, and. Every Imaginator Skylander they had there. Wow. And every one of each of the um, elemental things that let you create your own Skylanders. The little gemstone we got it things? All, yeah, we got it all for like, I don't know, 70 bucks, oh, 80 bucks, shit. maybe. Um, it was insane. And th- when we were there, they had it. Th- unfortunately, he had almost all of them already because that's one of my son's big things is Skylanders. He is. Giants? Uh, no, they had um, uh, what's the racing the one? one. Yeah, with superchargers. They had the guys from superchargers in a big giant bin, and they were like three for two dollars or something oh, like that. God like they were. Damn. I would have ended up with that. I'm glad the Toys R Us didn't close here because I would have just ended up with Skylanders. I tell you what, in the we have over the years. Um, done a pretty good job of playing what I refer to as the Skylander Shuffle, um, which is we have never bought a Skylanders game right when it comes out. We always wait and buy it later, closer to when the new one is coming out. Yeah, it gets super cheap. And you get it super cheap, and you get all the guys super cheap. 
So I used to work at Target between the Giants and whatever one was the after the Giants. Swap Force was after yeah, Swap Giants. Force, yeah. yeah. And boy, did people go crazy over how cheap the Giants went. Yep. And uh, it might. So we are one of those people that went crazy. Um, so I don't blame you. My my son has more than a hundred uh, Skylanders that we have bought over the years. Almost all of them at a severely discounted price. Um, but it's fine because they all work. Yeah, um, with each other. Like, well, I mean, they all work forward. They're all forward compatible. Yeah, they're all for Yeah, uh, and what's crazy? I didn't think this would work, but we have. He has uh, superchargers on the Wii U, and so for the superchargers on the Wii U, we got the Bowser and Donkey Kong Skylanders that double as Skylanders and, and Amiibos. Amiibos, and they work on the Switch version of uh, Imaginators. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, it's all you get Bowser. You get Bowser and. Yep. So, and they're not in carts. They're just playable characters. Yep, just playable characters. Yep. And uh, so, <laughs> yeah, it's the um, uh, and I, I know I've mentioned it on the show before, and I know Ken has too. The Skylanders games are all excellently made. Yeah. So, like, really regardless of games. what you think of, of Toys to Life or whether you think it's a big racket and and all that stuff, the Skylanders games are excellently made. They I are, have a question for you. Because they're Diablo for kids. Okay, well, that's a pretty quick. Wow. Okay. Yep. That's exactly. Except what they for are. the superchargers, right? Superchargers. Superchargers. No, super, superchargers is both. Superchargers yeah. has as long as you don't get it on the last gen quote unquote systems. So as long as you don't get it on like PS3. Wii, 3DS, right? If you get the the Wii U, PS4, or um, Xbox ones, um, it's got the full like Diablo game, mm-hmm. and it's also got. Um, the uh, like there's sections where you drive vehicles and stuff. Yeah. Huh. But you know, Imaginators is super cheap right now, and it to me is probably the most Diablo for kids um, because you can create your own characters. So like you can earn, you earn, um, you find chests and stuff, and you earn chests and stuff that unlock different parts that you can use to create your characters with. Um, the one big sort of money grab in Imaginators, though is that there are, like, uh, ten classes. Um, so there's Brawler and uh, Sharpshooter and uh, a Knight, I think is what they call the guys with the swords, and um, Sentinel has, like, a staff or whatever. But when you have your creation crystal, once you pick the class for that creation crystal, you can't ever erase it. Like, you can't ever erase that class off that creation crystal. You no. can go, you can change the character and you can change the way they look and everything. But once you set it as a brawler type, you can't ever go back and change it away from being a brawler type. So, if you have a water creation crystal that you make a brawler water creation crystal, you will only ever be able to create brawler water type characters with that crystal. Um, so, you know, they try to rope you in for more creation crystals but the creation crystals we bought were like two dollars a piece so um it wasn't too bad um but you know it's 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 a really fun game um we got the um because it was also 60 percent off we got the crash bandicoot neocortex pack um which comes with crash and neocortex and then also a, a level um and uh, we were playing that yesterday and it's it's a lot of fun so it's definitely, you know, if if you can find it now, you're going to find it super cheap, and you're probably going to find I the can't. guys super cheap too. You can't? 
Well, I can tell you right now because I go to like the Walmart doesn't have any, um, and the game stores don't have any. They haven't had them for probably a year and a half now. Really? Yeah. They, as soon as that, as soon as as soon as word got out that that was basically it, they were done. Yeah. They were they were off the store shelves. The last Toys to Life thing um, isn't Amiibos, and even then, Amiibos are not common in uh, yeah. stores. Um, the last thing that was on shelves was Lego Dimensions, which I bought. The yep, whole Lego Dimensions, Jacob has too, which um, we like too. We like Le- Lego Dimensions too. I, I have the whole set of those except for Green Arrow, which is uh, con exclusive, so I'm never getting it. Yeah, we don't have. Obviously, we don't have him either. But the uh, yeah, I I you know I like the Toys to Life games, and I, even though I, they were kind of a money sink, um, I, I do think they were to 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 me. At 37 years old, the concept is just cool. I, I um, honestly didn't think I'd like them either. I bought the stupid Sonic set for Lego Dimensions because I'm a Sonic fan. And was like, well, Lego Dimensions is uh, probably on its way out. So I'll just buy that the PS4 version with Supergirl now and uh, so I can play the Sonic level. And I'm like, well, you know, they also have... <laughs> and then it just is like, and now I have all of them. Yeah, good job. My my favorite yeah. one is the the Midway um, arcade where they yeah Midway all arcade one. Lego stuff. Yeah, and because it all come it comes with all the Midway arcade games. Um, so like you can unlock the actual arcade games in Lego Dimensions. My my um, favorite part of those is the fact that the characters talk to each other. So Batman and Beetlejuice had a conversation about Michael Keaton. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. They they do good interactions between the characters in those games. The um, but anyway, so we we played a, a lot of that, and I imagine we'll continue to play some more of that because now he's kind of back in the fever again. Did you like uh, hide a bunch of? Uh, did you like put a bunch in like a closet somewhere for Christmas or something? You know, or you... We thought about doing that, but then we're like, you know what? We've got them all here. Let's just give them to him. I don't want to oh, okay. sit around on them for six months. Plus those games, those games uh, that is so that is the the one thing that I have to continually remind myself is if you're not someone who does it the way we do it and ends up waiting forever and buying a whole bunch of them at once, those games can be pretty frustrating because if you don't have the the character or the character type, um, you can't do you miss out on a lot of content. Uh, content. So, um, I, I didn't want him to start playing the game and be like, oh, I can't get to this. Oh, I can't get to this. Oh, I can't get to this. When we had like six of the characters he'd be able to use in a closet somewhere. Um, and God so, knows his, you know, he might change his interest by Christmas anyway. <laughs> yes, 100% true. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, but yeah, we, we enjoy, we enjoy Skylanders in this house. So, um, and, and my wife, God lover has a, um, uh, a personality that that bends towards collection. Oh god! Uh, oh god! So she she enjoys she enjoys the uh, the Skylanders too. So, um, anyway, other than that, I played um, actually a lot of Elder Scrolls Online. Um, which I've you know I've been kind of jonesing for a new Elder Scrolls game, and um, a lot I, of Elder first... Scrolls in there. What's that? There's a lot of Elder Scrolls in there. Yes. So that was my point is I've been thinking about, um, well, you know, do I want to pick up Skyrim again on the next gen systems and, and all that stuff? And then, um, I'm like, no, nah, let's just play Elder Scrolls online. And, um, I, I have the Morrowind 
expansion that I hadn't even played yet. And man, it's really cool. Did you play um, uh, Elder Scrolls Online at all before that? Or yes, so okay. I played it um, uh, probably I don't know two years ago, um, but I hadn't really played it much since. I play, I mean, off and on, I'll jump in and play it for a couple minutes. But when the um, right before Somerset came out, they put the Elder or the Morrowind expansion on sale for like super cheap, like ten bucks or something. So I picked it up and. Um, for someone like me that spent hundreds and hundreds of hours in Morrowind, um, this expansion is super cool. Like, it's cool to go to Morrowind again, um, but it's, you know, hundreds of years before the events of Elder Scrolls Three. So you're seeing them build um, Vivek City, and you're seeing them... Uh, oh, gosh, the echo's back. Okay, it's gone again. Um they, uh, you, you get to see um, a lot of lava flows and stuff like that that had already um, sort of cooled off and uh, weren't active lava anymore in, in the actual uh, Elder Scrolls 3. So it's just neat to see um, Morrowind again. You got a little taste of it in Skyrim with the, uh, uh, the last expansion, but... Um, it's 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 neat to go back and the, the the quests in this game are really good um like for an mmo which i'm going to put in quotes because um it's an mmo but a lot of the content is geared towards single player um the uh the the quests are actually you know i went on a quest yesterday that was um uh i had to prove that a uh, a governor was in on a conspiracy and um so one of the police officers asked me to break into his mansion and steal some of his paper to prove that it was the same paper that got used for this letter or whatever and while i was in there i noticed an uh ordinator helmet um and the the person who um had done something earlier, told me that she talked to an ordinator before she did it. So I thought, Oh, okay, I'll pick that helmet up too while I'm here. That's kind of neat. But it was off on a wall up on a shelf. It wasn't highlighted like it was a main quest item. So I pick it up and I go back to the police officer and I give her the paper and she's like, yeah, this, you know, this proves that he was involved or whatever. And then a new dialogue choice pops up and it says, I also found this ordinator helmet and -and so-and-so told me she talked to an ordinator. And the detective says, are you crazy? He won't miss a couple sheets of paper, but that's his dead son's helmet. He's definitely going to notice that's missing. And so a new piece of dialogue comes up and says, well, I can try and put it back. And she says, no, I can't. I can't do anything else. I have to arrest you. And so you get arrested. Wow. (laughs) Uh, And that's a completely missable um, item that. You know, just because I happened to pick it up, it changed the the nature of the quest, and I ended up getting broke out of prison and doing some other stuff. But huh. um, there's another quest where I got um, these these folks were growing moon sugar, which is a kind of drug in the Elder Scrolls universe, in a cave, and I was given a task to not destroy everything, but to plant um, bad instructions in two different places that were like mismatched instructions to throw them off. And while I'm on the way there, I happen across an NPC who is growing moon sugar in the cat in the cavern, but he won't tell me that's what he's growing. 
and that and he wants me to find his recipe and also destroy his crop. So now I have two missions in the same cavern. Go in, clear all that stuff out, and uh, then when I'm coming out of the cavern, I get stopped by another person who used to be a detective, who is not anymore, and who tells me that this guy, she wants to arrest this guy that gave me the second mission. So then I have to go to somebody else, and I have the not, not only the opportunity to turn in the first person, but also to tell who gave me the tip. Um, and all of that, like half, I shouldn't say all of that, half of it is completely missable. Stuff that I wouldn't have had to do. Um, but I happened across it. So, now, the thing at the end, she comes up to you, you can't really avoid it, but uh, still, there are parts of it that were completely missable. And um, I, I wouldn't expect those kind of quests in an MMO, even an Elder Scrolls MMO. So, I'm uh, I'm really digging it. And uh, I'm I'm now a little upset with myself that I haven't played more of it until now. So uh, that's mostly what I've been playing. Now I'm sure that'll be mostly what I'm playing moving forward too. Um, and then I'm still playing Fire Pro uh, as well for review. I found a bug um, that I'm gonna wait and uh, try again once the game launches and see if I get the same bug or if they maybe patch it out day one. The way the tournament works is kind of broken right now, and a couple times I, I ended up getting put in a tournament match against myself. Um, and uh, like won? I was in... Uh, well, <laughs> nobody, because any time I would move forward, I was controlling both people. So if I moved forward with one character, the other character moved backwards. And... If I move backwards, the other character moved forwards. And if I punched, the other character punched as well. Um, so it was, it was like fighting a mirror. Um, it was very strange. So I'm going to wait and see if that gets patched out. Um, or I'm going to, I should say, I'm going to go back and try that again once it launches and see if that gets patched out. But, um, that game, again, still really good despite that. All right. I do want to say, um, about, uh, Elder Scrolls Online. I found that game and I, I'm, I know I'm in a major, uh, minority when it comes to uh, Skyrim. I found that game more enjoyable than Skyrim. Only because it leans a little bit into the fun, weird fantasy stuff, like the mission where you had to sneak into a house to yeah. steal paperwork that Oblivion had. So while Skyrim's world was far better built than Oblivion's, it just didn't have that same sort of appeal to me. Um, but yeah, the Elder Scrolls Online stuff. I didn't play a lot of it, but it was definitely more akin to uh, Oblivion with Skyrim's mechanics. Yeah. Except she's wheel rolling down the hill, which I know upset a bunch <laughs> of people. Yeah. The uh, You know what actually I, I really like is... Um, or it, this is a, this is something that only people who really played a ton of... or spend a ton of time in Morrowind will appreciate, but... I'm walking through Morrowind and Elder Scrolls Online, and all of a sudden I hear a screech, and I see the shadow of a cliff racer, and I'm like, oh, God, no, not the cliff racers. Um, and thankfully it just flies on overhead. doesn't even give me an option to attack it. doesn't attack me, um, which anybody who's played Morrowind knows the cliff racers are the most annoying enemies in that game because they are hard to hit, well, and they aerial. will just gang up on you. Um and in Elder Scrolls Three, um, your uh, everything was a dice roll. So 
your even hits with your bow was a dice roll. So you could sit there with your bow if you hadn't if you weren't an archer by trade, you could sit there with your bow and try and hit them and just keep missing over and over and over again while they peck you to death. Um, so I'm peckers. glad that they included those in here, even if they don't actually uh, uh, attack you or anything. So, yep, yeah, that's it. All right. I'll wrap this up, son. So, who remembers Raiders of a Broken Planet? Um, that's the game that was by... Mercury Steam. Okay, thank you, yeah. Yeah, the uh, online co-op shooter. Well, they went back and rebuilt that game and, and changed the name of it. It's now called Space Lords. Mother, mother. Are they... Nah, do you know why they changed the name of it? Or I don't know why they changed the name of it. Um, but Was it not doing well under its old name? And no, like... it's a free, it's a free to play game with you know downloadable expansions. Blah blah blah. <clears throat> so they changed it to where you can now unlock the expansions by beating the other campaign missions. Whatever. Um, that game is still not great. I have a lot of issues with that game. Um. It's still extremely hard solo, um, which is the only way I'd want to play it because nobody else wants to play it. Um, but it just, I don't know, the shooting doesn't feel good, the mission structure is kind of bad, the enemies just kind of spawn out of nowhere and kill you. Um, you only get three lives per level, so if you die, if you lose all three of them, you have to start the whole level over, which is really kind of annoying. I, I don't know. I, I, I was hoping that the changes they made would make me enjoy that game because I've really enjoyed Mercury Steam's two Castlevania games. Maybe not the second one so much, but I don't know. That game seems cool, it's just not very good. Uh, I also played a game called Haunted Halloween 86. Remember we talked about that game last week? That game... Uh, it legitimately came, it, it came out on a cartridge. You can buy it on a cartridge. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So what kind of cartridge? Uh, NES, NES cartridge, yeah. Wow. So first thing that's crazy is I boot this game up, and as you can imagine, it's on an NES cartridge, so you kind of know what it's going to look like. It supports HDR on the Xbox One. It's a fucking say what? It's a fucking NES game. And I boot it up, and HDR kicks in. And I, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, "Why? Why did you program HDR into an NES game? Does it, does it actually change anything, though? I don't know. I didn't play it without it. <laughs> I, I I don't. It, it don't Short matter. Pixels, man. HDR is not about pixels. Well. The NES games use pixels. Well, I understand that, but HDR it improves lighting and color. No. Sharper colors. Um, I don't care what it supports. You shouldn't play this game. It's not fun. <laughs> no, the first game wasn't, like, fantastic. Oh, this... what, what is this game exactly? It's an NES platformer. Like... Yeah, but it's a bad platformer. Like, yeah, but it's not, it's not Mario, so yeah. <laughs> you're going through, like, this haunted dungeon, and you're... Like attacking these dudes with a fist, but every time they hit you, you get a little bit more infected, and then when you get all the way infected, you start the level over. It's not fun. It's not fun at all. Um. So yeah, don't don't let nostalgia pull you in on that game. It's uh, 
It's a bad game. Speaking of bad games, I bought Shinmu. Why? Because, you know, I give that game a lot of shit, and it had been a couple years since I played it. I wanted it in my collection, just uh-huh. to say I had it. So I bought it, and I played through, like, the first hour of the first game. And man, that's... I don't I'm gonna get... just say, like, I talk shit about Shenmue, didn't buy Shenmue. I don't... I will never understand. So, what exactly is that? I've never even seen... I've seen clips of, like... Looking for sailors and shit like that, but is it a fighting game? Is it like a is it a brawler? No, it's a, it's a it is a. So let me. A, let, I, is it a point click adventure game? No, no. It's it is an adventure game, but it's more like I mean Yakuza is I guess the best way. Yakuza, Yakuza, Yakuza is a straight up ball brawler though. No, Yakuza is an RPG that has brawler fighting in it. And Joe, take away the the good plot of Yakuza. And then um, change the combat to quick time events. There is a virtual fighter quick time. Yeah, there's a virtual fighter combat system in Shin. Yeah, there's brawling in it. Yeah, there's like virtual fighter style combat in it. Yeah, it's a it's a mashup of different genres for the most part. But what people will tell what, what people will tell you about that game is the things like you can go to a gotcha machine, put a quarter in, and collect a Sonic the Hedgehog gotcha. Or you can go to the arcade and play better games like Hang On <laughs> and Space Harrier. You can play better games like Hang On. Yeah, just so it's a game where every day. Set. So you're trying you to can figure do that out in Yakuza as well. Yeah, and that's just it. Yeah, no, I know that. I've played Yakuza Zero. It was it was these games. These games have been outdated by Yakuza. Shinmu is a weird game because it's so. And I don't know if anybody remembers this, but they tried to dub its own genre. Yu Suzuki tried to create a genre with it called Free, which stood for Full Reactive Eyes Entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> which is the most idiotic thing I've ever heard in my life. What was that genre like? So basically you're you're living the life of Ryo Hazuki. Okay. So in this game you're trying to figure out who you know, you're trying to get revenge for your father being murdered. That's the whole plot of the game. Um, and that you, plot will never be finished. Probably, probably not. But you go around and you live his life. So every morning you get up, you get some money. You have to go into town. You have to talk to people. You have to ask them, find clues. Uh, that's where the joke. Have you seen any sailors around? Because at some point you're you're trying to find these sailors to question, and you're literally walking around town just going, "Have you seen any sailors today?" Eventually, yeah, it's, it's kind of like you're trying to solve a mystery. Yeah. But it's like a it's like a everyday thing. So you have like a timer. It, yes. It's yes. Now it's now yes. five o'clock. You've got a watch that's always at the top of the screen, and you have to be home by a certain time um, to start the next day. Uh, eventually, you get a job as a forklift driver. You literally have to do the fucking job. Uh, yep. One thing that I will say is, anybody who doesn't understand, just look up Jeff Gersman talking about Shenmue. It is a actually a funny thing from them. This is back when they weren't so, so jaded. But it, it's pretty accurate of, about Shenmue. So, I don't particularly care for the person who put the video up this week ripping on this game. But you want to see the kind of people who really enjoy this game. Look at the hate emails that he got from that video. And Jim Sterling. Jim? Yeah. Jim Sterling. Put okay. up a video basically just shitting all over Shenmue. And, like, the vile 
emails that he got from the fans just kind of show you the people that are really, really defensive of this game. They get really mad, which is one of the reasons I like to troll the game. If you enjoy the so, game, I don't care. I, I really so, don't. All right, so what makes what makes people enjoy Shinmu? That's what I've never well, been able to figure so out. So, again, though, you got to go back and pretend that it's the year 2000. That doesn't yeah. work for right? me. I'm yeah. sorry, you can go back. Well, it's because you were like six then. You don't have to pretend. Yeah, but I wasn't born when Mario bro- uh, Super Mario Brothers was made. And you don't have to pretend that it's 1986. But, like, that's, super, that's but Shinmu is a to, different thing. Yeah, it's... But to, but to, um, to appreciate why people were excited about Shinmu in the year 2000 is completely different than to appreciate why Mario Brothers is still a, a good platformer today. Yeah. Um, because there's a difference between Shinmu, which was exciting for its time and brought in a lot of elements that other games would later co-op and do better. Um... But at the time, it was revolutionary. Legitimately revolutionary. And I don't care how much you hate the game, you have to admit that it was revolutionary for its time. Sure. Well, I can do that that too. When I first played Alone in the Dark, I thought that that was revolutionary. I wouldn't say revolutionary. There was a lot of stuff that they had never done properly. Six months later, I played again. Fuck that game. Yeah, no, it's... I'm sure there will be plenty of people that go back and play Shenmue in this process and don't enjoy it as much this time. Sure. Yeah. Um, sure. But at the time, it, it, there was there was absolutely nothing else like it. No no games were telling a story the way it was telling a story. No games were doing um, anything in the middle of the story like that game was. Um, no other games were approaching, um, uh, for lack of a better term, the daily life of your hero the way those games were mm-hmm. and it was um i mean no games had quick time events which at the time nobody was as jaded on as they are now don't let them pretend to convince you otherwise um the uh now you look at quick time events and it's like oh yeah quick time events that's man such a 2000s thing they're all terrible at the time it was cool as hell because it was like playing a cinematic and they had never done it before. Why do you think God of War stole it? Yep. Like, it was cool. Um, that's why other games stole it, and that's why it became so over-the-top in everything that people got tired of it. Um, so it's... I, I really think... You know, I, I did not buy the remasters because I I don't really have a desire to go back and play that game. Um, but, you know, I, I can... As someone who finished the game right when it first came out... I have an appreciation for what that game meant um, to sort of games in general and also me specifically as a gamer. And that, I think, is where um, current day excitement comes from it. Modern day or uh, excitement from it at the time was just, holy shit, this is different than anybody has ever played before. And considering that was kind of the mantra of the Dreamcast to begin with, was yeah. putting games out that were different than what anybody had ever played before. Um, to have something like that on the system, like the stuff we talk about now, like, oh, you had to go to work and drive a forklift. At the time, it was like, holy crap, you get a job and you actually have to go do it and drive a forklift? Like, that was something nobody had ever thought about. 
Um, it, nobody, it, you, you, games up until that point were basically, um, you had very few games that were about normal people just trying to, um, do things around their actual lives. Um, and so it was a neat concept. Now, again, if you're asking me for a reason why you should go back and play it today, I probably won't be able to give you one. Um, unless you just want to kind of see a slice of gaming history. Um, it'd what be like me asking you to go back release? and play a Sega CD game. 1999 in Japan. Okay. Which, um, like, just to just to kind of put perspective on it, um, Grand Theft Auto 3 comes out in 2001. Grand Theft Auto 2 came out in 1999. Okay. Uh, the Sims came out in 2000. Um, and it's also important to note that the Shenmue started off, and I would have been more interested in it, to be fair, if it continued on with that. It was started off for the Sega Saturn as a spinoff of Virtua Yeah, it was the Virtua Fighter RPG is what it was originally called. It, it plays like a Virtua Fighter RPG. No, yeah. but the character is not. No, no, the character's not from Virtua Fighter, but the fighting no. engine in the game is Virtua Fighter. It's built yes. by well, it's Yu all, Suzuki. It's all Yu, Yu Suzuki yeah. stuff. And I mean, all the arcade games are his. It, it's just, it's very obvious, um, like, looking at it now, that, and I mean, now that there's enough, I'm sure it's tra- translation took a long time for Japanese uh, magazines and interviews to get translated, um, that he says he's not a video game player. And I'm going to be honest, Shenmue kind of comes across as somebody who doesn't make a video or doesn't play video games making one finally uh, I, the the thing about this game and, and Ryan's right on all of his points none of the oh, yeah. po- none of his points make the fact that Shinmu is a bad game like there every almost everything about that game is bad like every mechanic is bad the fighting is fine the quick time events are fine but a lot of the tropes in that game are really bad here's the issue people have nostalgia for that game they have nostalgia for what that game meant in 2000 Yu Suzuki cannot recreate that game in 2018. No, not exactly the same. No, he can't. He can't. No. That game has to be modernized. It has to be. And 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 I, I want to. I know I've uh, said it before, but like, I don't mind the fact that people like Shenmue. I don't. I went in because I heard it was amazing, and then tried it, and was like, "This isn't great." Um, by by burning a just for the Dreamcast. Um, and. Uh, it was like okay, like I can see how this would have been revolutionary, but um, it's not something that still holds up. It's kind of like some classic films just don't hold up anymore. Um, it's that that it did start a bunch of stuff. My issue is is that, and I've said it before, that a bunch of people have re- said this game is the greatest thing ever. There's no way anyone that's new going into Shenmue is going to find this game to be the thing that everybody says it is because they weren't playing it then and that was yeah, my right. issue with it i didn't play it when it came out i played I, it years after when i got a dreamcast and burnt a disc i have the same feeling with half-life 2 everybody claims half-life 2 is the best first person shooter ever made and i'm like yeah i played this game like five years six years after it came out there's tons of games out there that have done what this game I does, think, I think and has issue, done it better. And I think the issue with Half Life Two is that it's super fucking. 
it's long game, and it's like kind of wears out its welcome. It's also There's a nineties FPS. Sorry? It's a nineties FPS, which is what Duke Nukem Forever ran into when it finally came out. Is that it was a nineties FPS? Yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's, but a, different, it's a different. It's a different genre. It, you know, it's a different genre of shooter. Like I, Doom 2016. That's a. That's a current shooter. Well, how about yeah. this? Like my favorite game of all time is Metal Gear Solid. I have a lot of nostalgia for that game. We went back to it it's, for Phoenix Down. There's a lot of problems that's, with that game. There's a, yeah, lot, a lot of problems. freaking problems with that yep. game. Hundred percent, no less for a game as old as that is. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. That, that game has bad controls, bad combat. Uh, the, the, there's no denying any part of that, and you'll never hear me say otherwise. But I will defend Mel, you're solid more than Shenmue. Because I I feel that Mel, you're solid at least stays consistent. Unlike Shenmue, where it's kind of jumping around trying to do all these things to be interesting. Like Metal Gear Solid, you have a general idea of what that game is from the get-go. Shinmu Shinmu is so much stuff going on that it feels more like this super intense tech demo than it is out there to be playable. The thing about Shinmu and Ryan hit this when he was talking about it is it literally has every feature in it that you roll your eyes at now, but it did it before you rolled your eyes. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it, it was mind blowing. Same way with Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, like the fact that you could go in Shinmu, pick up the phone, and dial a number, and somebody would fucking answer the phone was yep, unheard that was of. Insane at the time. Yeah, yeah and I now guess, you're mean, just like, that's fucking stupid. I mean, I I found that neat in uh, in the darkness, which is a thing that happens in the darkness. You get a bunch of phone numbers you can call. Yep, and you so, could do yeah, that in Shinmu, I mean, at, like in fucking yep. 1999. Which is insane. Yeah, and the whole notion of, like you mentioned earlier, the gotcha machine or whatever, even that was, like, yeah. you didn't have collectibles that you could display in games at the time, really. Yeah, and uh, you brought them back to your room in that game, yeah. which was which was crazy. Like, that stuff was crazy back then. Now, it's it's the it's the quintessential answer that you always give is, like, the when developers are like, you see that mountain? You can go there. Yeah. And now when you say that, you're like, I don't give a shit. Is it fun to go there? <laughs> Right. Yeah, it's a it's a game for its time and place. Yeah, in my opinion, and I am, you know, it's I, I've said before on the podcast that to this day I can't eat ramen noodles without thinking about Shinmu, um, because I played played the game when I had my wisdom tea taken out and all I could eat was ramen noodles. Huh. So, um, the that's instantly the game is instantly in my head as soon as I smell them, um, but. That at the time, that game was just it was mind blowing to me. And again, now I'm sure if I go back and play it, it won't have the same effect. Which honestly is why I don't want to go back and play it. Yeah. I would I prefer the Shinmu that exists in my memory <laughs> than what it would be if I went back and tried to play it today. Memories of Shenmu. Yeah, yeah. Memories of Alone in the Dark. Yeah, I still have mine, Drew. I didn't soil it by playing it again. I don't know yeah, why. I never play- absolutely ruined. <laughs> It's one of the most innovative games I've ever played. <laughs> You're an idiot. Uh, I, I will continue to be willfully ignorant about Alone in the Dark. It's still a fond memory in my brain. The only good thing about Alone in the Dark is its soundtrack. All right, let's move on. I played another game, Wombat will perk up when I talk about this. I played Warhammer 40,000 Inquisitor, Martyr. Oh, yeah. Uh, what one is that of the many? That, uh... So this is the one made by Neocore, the guys who make Van Helsing. Ah, Okay. So it is a top-down, okay. isometric view. Um, 
cool. I don't want to call it a Diablo game, even though it kind of has some Diablo in it. It reminds me more of Victor Fran. Okay, more so action-y. It's very action-y. Like, you can pick three different classes at the beginning, and then you can pick three different subclasses for each character that you pick. Um, and you pick up loot. You pick up new items. It's got, like, a Diablo-style inventory. What's weird is you can only swap that inventory in between levels that I can tell. Hmm. Um, you also level up between levels. You don't do it, you know, in the game. Um, every weapon you carry has preset attacks for each of the face buttons. So think of Diablo on the console where you have like the A button, the B button, the right trigger. Those all do different moves, but they're based on the weapon you're carrying. So you can carry swords, plasma guns, sniper rifle, shotguns, all the fun stuff. You might as well just say this is Victor Vranset in the Warhammer 4K. Pretty much. That's, that's what it sounds like to me. That's exactly what it is. Um, and it's good. Uh, it looks really good. Like the uh, Xbox One X version allows you to switch between 1080p and 1440p. Um, the 1440p is real sharp. My biggest issue with this game is that the fucking text and stuff is so super duper small. small. That is yeah. so hard to see a lot of the things that I'm doing. Like, it took me forever to figure out that the right bumper was my healing item um, because the menu for your attacks is so tiny. Uh, every time a tutorial pops up, it doesn't stop the game and tell you what something does. It throws it up in the top left corner and says, like, you know, hey, you can read this if you want. But I didn't notice that for the longest time because it was so small. So by the time I discovered there was a tutorial menu, I had like 40 unread tutorials. Um, the voice acting is really good. Um, like I said, visually, it, it looks really good. It's It's got that very Warhammer, you know, gritty, dark, biological kind of look to it. Um, and no, it's, it's, it's very visceral. Like when you shoot dudes, they just explode into blood and giblets all over the level. Um... But it's it's really fun. It's broken up into campaign levels, so like you go through each level, you do your mission, and then you go back to the hub. Um, I did have the game crash on me <laughs> right after leaving a mission, which kind of pissed me off. Uh, it has multiplayer of some sort, but I haven't kind of figured out what it is yet. Like it says there's multiplayer missions in the achievements, but like in the main menu, I just I don't see where to play multiplayer. Hmm. It's got a very confusing menu system. So, but no, it's it's really good. It's it's very expensive though. Like playing it, I'm thinking eh, this is like a tw- you know, twenty, thirty, maybe forty dollars. It's fifty bucks, and it has a eighty <coughs> eighty two dollar version with a season pass. Jesus, yeah, I was like, God, the season pass is thirty five dollars. This better have some damn good stuff. I don't even know. Like, I'm playing through the game. I think I'm about an hour and a half, maybe two hours into it. And I just now got to, like, the ship hub. And it feels like there's a ton of content in the game. And then, like, they're offering a season pass of stuff that I have no idea what it does. Like, there's so many systems and items. And the skill tree is fucking redonkulous. Like, there are... I'd say 18 categories, and each category has like 25 skill trees in it. It's like the fucking Path of Exile skill tree, dude. It's insane. Now you have my attention. This game is good. I, I'm really enjoying this game. It's super expensive. Um, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm digging it a lot. 
It's uh, and I but I really like Victor Vran. I think Victor Vran is a really awesome game. Victor Vran's fantastic. Yeah, no, it's and it's it's basically that, you know, but in the Warhammer universe, it's got a lot of spoken dialogue, a lot of cutscenes, things like that. Does it play the Ace of Spades during it? <laughs> no, that's that's exclusive to Victor Vran. Will not buy. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I, the Motorhead song. Yeah, Victor Vran is based Victor off Victor Vran. Of... Victor Brandt has a DLC that is all Motorhead themed. Yeah, what? it plays all of his, it plays all of his songs. It has Lemmy in it. Yep, it okay. has it has. Well, you sold me on a game I didn't know I wanted. Dude, Victor oh, Brandt is incredible. What the fuck? Victor Brandt is awesome. That game is so much fun. Yeah, and... they've got like really cool weapons in the DLC where like, you get an electric guitar that shoots like lasers out of yeah. it and stuff. Victor Neocore Games makes one kind of game, but they make them real fucking good. Yeah, they do a real good job. I really liked Van Helsing, too. Yeah, I didn't know this was Neocore until I booted it up, and as soon as I saw their logo splash on the screen, I'm like, I'm going to like this game. And what is this one called again? Warhammer 40,000 Inquisitor Martyr. There's too many Warhammer games <laughs> sitting on store shelves right now to know which one is the good one, and I think that's on purpose. Yeah. Good lord. But no, there's, there's literally four different Warhammer titles currently at Walmart. Yeah. Three of them are 30 and one of them six, uh, one of them's 50. It's, uh, it's crazy. Um, but no, that's all I'm playing that I can talk about. I'm also playing blade strangers, which is the indie fighting game. Right. And I'm playing a game called shadows awakening, which is a Diablo clone that I'll be able to talk about. in I think a week or two, but anyway, let's talk about what's coming out this week. There's a lot. So we're going to run down through this. We've got apex construct, uh, Bad North. Uh, Battle Chef Brigade Deluxe is coming to PS4. Uh, Blade Strangers is out on Tuesday. Bow to Blood. Bridge Constructor Portals getting a physical release on PS4. Uh, catch... Is that through someone special? I, have, I don't know. Release? I don't know. All right then. Uh, catch and Release. Donut County. Downward Spiral Horus Station. Oh, down. Uh, sorry. Um, the uh, the ca- the county one there is a game where you play as a hole, and uh, hole? you have to eat up everything like um, like a reverse katamari. Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse Two Extra Pack Number Three, the final expansion for Far Cry Z- Five. Xenoverse. Yeah, they've still releasing DLC for Xenoverse. All right. Uh, Far Cry Five's final DLC pack, Dead Living Zombies, drops this week. Okay. Fern's Gate, which is another Chemco RPG. Fire Pro Wrestling World. Yep. Firewall Zero Hour. Johnny Turbo's Arcade Gate of Doom, which is the first uh, PS4 game from Johnny Turbo's Arcade. Johnny Turbo. Dude, Johnny Turbo's put out some great games. I uh, just I I don't know why you'd buy a a, a failed mascot character to push your stuff. It's okay. probably cheap. Still, just a weird one. Middle Earth Shadow of War, the definitive edition, which is the one that comes with Ur thing. Yeah, I'll probably end up picking that up. Uh, Pato Box. Uh, Pro Evo Soccer 2019. I didn't know they were making those still. Yep. Rocket League. That's the only thing Konami really makes now. Uh, Rocket League, the ultimate edition. Shinkando Soul Eater, which is a Korean bullet hell, which I have also been playing and can't talk about. 
Splash Blast Panic. Okay. Strange. Wow. Sounds, sounds like me after Taco Bell. Yep. Yeah, probably. Strange Brigade, which we talked about. Yep. Sunless Sea Submariner Edition. I've heard good things about that, and I kind of want to play it. Switchblade. Uh, the Golf Club 2019 featuring the PGA Tour is dropping this week. That's um, they got the license yep. to the PGA Tour. That is EA crazy. Lost it. I wonder. I wonder if there will be giant ducks in that one too. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Torn, Viking Days, Yakuza Kiwami Two. Yeah. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Uh, Haunted Dungeons, Hiyaki Castle, Penguin Wars. Wait, 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 wait. What? Penguin Wars is already out. Is this the PS4 version? Yes, P- I'm on PS4. Oh, f- finally. Uh, I want to review that. I want to uh, play that game. Okay, uh, Calm down. It's fucking Penguin Wars. Chill out. Sword no, Art I'm Online <laughs> Fatal Bullet Collapsing Balance. Uh, Claybook. Fucking Penguin Wars. <laughs> Claybook, which uh, has been in game preview for a while. That game is neat. If the if anything if nothing go watch a YouTube video of that I've never seen a game look like that it's really cool looking I'm assuming it's all made out of clay yeah it's really really interesting art style um, there's a game uh, called Helix uh, for PC it's also a claymation RPG it's bizarre yeah you should look that one up too Divinity I've been doing claymation games since the NES Super NES yeah Clay but you need Butter. to you need to see Claybook. Seriously, go watch a YouTube video of it. There's there's something about it. It just looks really cool. Uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 Definitive Edition hitting consoles this week. Yeah, that's a, that's a must-have if you're an RPG fan of any kind. Naruto to Boruto Shinobi Striker. Say that three times fast. NBA 2K19, the prelude, not the full game. Wait, so they're doing, they're doing, um, doing a... Smaller release now. They they always do the prelude before the game comes out. It's kind of like a yeah. demo. Oh, do they? Like a demo. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> There's a game coming but... out this week called Think of the Children. <laughs> I hope I hope it's rated M for mature. Uh, let's see what else we got going on this week. I've already got all those. Already got all those. Twin Robots Ultimate Edition. Okay. Uh, the Video Kid. I don't know what that is, but whatever. That sounds like a directed VHS movie from the 80s. It does. It does. Uh, nothing for the 3DS. Uh, the Switch. Nope. Lots coming out on the Switch this week. Holy cow. Is uh, it quality, though? Uh, Blade Strangers, which we already talked about. De Blob 2. Monster, yeah, that's a good game. Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. Have I got enough quality for you yet? Okay, all right. <laughs> well, I most of the time it's... The shit. The Walking right. Dead Telltale series, the final season. Oh, there's a quality drop off. Hold on. Hey, is the spies? Victor Vran, the Overkill Edition is out for the Switch this week. Wow, I thought that was Bill Cosby saying that for a second. Hey, is the spies? Hey, is the spies? Western, eighteen forty nine reloaded. Azure Reflections is out this week. Chicky Chicky Boxy Racers. Say what? Chicky Chicky Boxy Bracers. <laughs> uh, fall, cool. of, fall of Light, Darkest Edition, which I talked about a couple weeks ago. Freedom Planet, Haunted hey, Dungeons. If you like Sonic, Freedom Planet's pretty much a Sonic game. And we talked about Haunted, Instant Tennis, all capitals. Okay. Uh, Pick a Pick Deluxe Giant Puzzles 3. 
Oh, I love pick a picks. Real politics. What? It's what all, the hell is real politics? I hope it's a fighting game. It's all one word, and it's spelled real, and then P-O-L-I-T-I-K-S. Okay, this is on Steam? This is on Switch. <laughs> this is on Switch? Steam <laughs> Steam 2.0. It is on Steam, however. And, oh, it's a, it is a political strategy game. There you go. Uh, oh, wow. This actually looks real. Half decent, yeah. Yeah, never mind. Uh, y'all motherfuckers need to know the messenger comes out this week. Buy that game. It's, it's is, what is it on? What is it coming to? Switch it's, and Steam. Is it? I know it's yeah, I Switch. Think it's got PC release. Okay. Uh, I don't have a Switch. What is the messenger? Watching. I don't even know what that it's is. It's Ninja, Ninja Gaiden. Gaiden. Oh right. And finally, Dust and Elysian Tale is making its way to Switch. That's a fantastic game. It is. wasn't there already. All right, what's on the PC this week? We got anything fun? The ball encounter. That's always fun, right? The ball encounter? It's always oh. fun to encounter balls. Is it one word like everything else on there? Nope, it's three words. The ball encounter. Oh, boy. All right. Um, ah, there it is. It's free to play. Hmm. Okay. Oh, this is that... Uh, this looks... Interesting. All right, I got one for you. You ready for this one? Sure. Ammo pigs, armed and delicious. Wow. <laughs> okay. Remember Ammo the uh, the 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 barnyard? Uh, they were toys. Uh, barnyard commandos. Like barnyard yeah, barnyard commandos. Yep, like a sheep with rocket launcher on its back. Yes. Oh wow. So these guys, about this game, in the future, there is no man, only machine and pig. <laughs> it's the year 2049. Slaughterhouse AI controls the surface of the earth, turning all life into sausage. Only pigs <laughs> remain to fight. Turning all life into sausage. That's the best line in the entire description. Steer That's your one-pig army through the dangerous hallways of meat factory battlegrounds as you attempt to rescue innocent pigs trapped and waiting for processing. Relive the glory days of 2D platform gaming with this modern action classic. And it looks half decent. Yeah, it looks like a like a you know side scrolling shooter. Old DOS uh, side scrolling shooter. Um, also, I'd never heard of Barnyard Commandos. Just looked them up. Those were kind of neat looking. Yeah, they designs. were. They were great. They tools. were cool. Uh, we've also got in all capital letters sexual puzzle. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you started to type see it. what that one's about. Oh, there, wow. There's plenty of hentai games again. Hentai IQ puzzle. I mean, there's always that. Oh, zero, you bought a hentai game. Oh, what the f- hell is this? This is, this is just, this is just a puzzle. You make puzzle. It's stupid. <laughs> I think your just, reaction is the best just, part of this game. It's just a, it's just a picture and then you put it together, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Enjoy a pleasant pastime solving a puzzle 15 admiring cute looks and listening to good music. Oh man, I kind of want to know what the music is now. <laughs> I bet it's just, I bet it's just like free classical midis. Hell yeah, dude! Man, there are so many games on Steam that are like my maid, my hentai. It's, oh my god! What is wrong with these freaking people? Oh man, there's a lot of this shit out there. So alone, the video game. 
Alright, we're going to move on. Let's do some news. It was Gamescom week, ladies and gentlemen, and E3 Part 2, it was not. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, but let's uh, let's talk about what did happen. Uh, DayZ is finally coming to Xbox One. It is this week in the game preview. You know now that no one cares. Uh, hey, remember when um, Housemark said they were doing a new game and it wasn't going to be like their old games? Uh, it wasn't going to be yeah. like a shooter, like an arcade shooter? They lied? Nope. Guess what they made? Drew, I bet a, you can guess. A basketball game. Nope. They made a Battlegrounds game. Yes, they did! There uh, you go. It's called Storm Divers. So, 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 let me get this straight. They were like, we're not making enough money with arcade stuff, so let's just jump into a genre that's, like, overpacked. Yeah. yeah. And most that, and, That's and the dumbest got, fucking it, thing. It worked for Epic Games. Mm-mm. Yeah, but Epic was kind of the second big one to jump in. Yeah. You get about two big ones in a genre, and then the rest of them kind of just exist in the tertiary. That's true. There's other, there's other hero shooters, but the main two are TF2 and uh, Overwatch being the king now. So, yeah. how many times a week do you hear, but is it coming to Switch? Uh, more times than I ever wanted to, ever. So guess what's and, coming to Switch? Patent Time. Saints Row the Third. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! The third? Yes. Well, what? to be honest with you, that is the best Saints Row. It, it I is. Two is my favorite, but three is. I think three is the best as well. And three plays. Three plays the best. It's got the best controls. It's got the best story. You can play as a fucking toilet. <laughs> that, I thought that was four. No, that's in three. Three, you do it in the virtual space. That's right. That's all that matters. Well, you can do it all the time in four. Yeah, but four is not as good a game. Four is a great prototype game. It's fine, but Saints Row the Third's coming to Switch. Saints Row the Third had the text adventure part. Yep. Yeah, that's man. Saints Row the Third is game, a great game. That game oh, had yeah. everything and the kitchen sink in there, and it, and it was good. Yep. Yeah. So remember the remember the other game that the game that came out before that I believe that tried to do that, and I actually enjoyed it, but it was a bad game. Well, it was Matt Hazard. Oh, I liked Matt Hazard. It's a bad Matt game. Matt Hazard is like... a bad game, but it's got man. the Master Chef in it. That's like the Halo guy, but he's a chef. He's a chef, yeah. and he has like the, he has to fight the Final Fantasy boss, and yes. he has to click through a bunch of text. Yes, it's um, so good and so bad. Yeah, it plays like garbage, but it's got a lot of funny moments in it. It's got some great like just video game jokes in it. But uh, was was it? Announced during, um, just seeing as so we were just talking about Switch, coming to Switch, uh, Hat in Time was announced for Switch, yep. even though they said it was never coming to Switch. And then a bunch of people were upset that they said it was never coming to Switch and is now coming to Switch. Switch, People are stupid. People are stupid. Out. And if that's how you spend your time, being upset about stuff finally coming and getting what you want. We did say the Diablo is also coming to Switch, right? We talked about that last week. Well, we talked about that last week. Okay, I wanted to make sure that we did. Uh, Overwatch is getting a new map, Busan, which is Diva's map. It is a control map. So, Are the other maps, like, character-specific maps? Some of them, not yeah. Pr- related, not particularly. I, I mean, they're from their hometown. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this is just her hometown. Yeah, like uh, yeah, that's what I mean. I didn't mean. I didn't mean like specifically like Diva's going to do better on the map. It was more of like, does do the maps actually have like a context within the world? Oh, absolutely, yes. okay. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Tracer's from King's Row. 
Yeah, no, there you go. Blue Horizon Lunar Colonies, Winston and Wrecking Ball. Winston. You know, uh, okay. for Genji and Hanzo. Which is like when you watch the Hanzo short, like they basically run through the entire map, and I'm like, oh yeah, you just need to go up yeah. the staircase. I've watched the shorts, not all of them, but I've watched the shorts. I I don't have it, like I have very little interest in playing the game, but like the world. So I was just wondering if the maps had context. Yep. Actually, yeah, they've they've covered pretty much everybody's, except for maybe Lucio. We don't have anything in Brazil. There's probably uh, deathmatch maps or something there, right? Uh, or Lucio know. Ball, where does that take place? I don't know. That Wait, actually so takes the, the place in Brazil. Ma- yeah. The deathmatch, uh, the deathmatch uh, levels are just are actually different. They have they make yeah, different levels. maps for the deathmatch levels. Yes. Yeah. And there's okay. also capture the flag maps too. I always forget about those. Yeah. And you guys right. mainly only play the one mode. Right? I only play straight quick play, which is Man, there's three different a... modes in that. There's payload, there's control point, and then there's two point. So those are the and then there's there's also the capture the point then the payload. Capture the point then the payload, huh? Like Blizzard Worlds, the capture that point first and then you escort the payload. Oh, and there's, yeah, uh, I there's still... other maps that you just start with the payload. No, I got you. I always just call those payload maps. Yeah, no, it's it is it's actually a capture point first. Yeah, there's there's some like that. Yeah, like Kings Rose, Kings Rose yeah, like that. Kings Rose like um, that. No, Junkertown I, I is straight those. out the door. Yeah, Junkertown straight out the door. So is um. What's the? I can never remember the name of the fucking map. Uh, God. Rialto. Rialto is straight out the door, but that's a new map. It's one of the original maps. Um. Fuck. God, I can't think. I mean, What's I know the map. map. It's the yeah. it's the Mexican map with all the guitars. Oh, uh, Dorado. The... Dorado. That's it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Who's, uh, whose town is that? I don't know. That's nobody's town, I don't think. It's, it's my town. It's from the Overwatch short with uh, Soldier 76. Oh, there you go. Soul Calibur 6 already has day one DLC and two different story campaigns. Um, Tira <sighs> was announced as the first DLC character. They also announced a new regular in-game character last night. What's his name? Oswell? Aswell? Something like that. This is my fighting game of choice. It's disappointing that they're also trying to milk me for money, but... Yeah, it's, okay. I mean, Tekken 6 is season pass number 2 in September. I bought all the DLC for Soul Calibur 5. Well, you'll buy it all for 6. So. Yeah! Stop, stop complaining. And Soul uh, Calibur 5 was great. Cyberpunk 2077 is already playable from start to finish. Yep. Wow. Have they made a release date on that yet? No, no they have not. <laughs> no, they have not. Uh, be, you, you get the. Uh, you think get it'll be twenty nineteen? No, no, I don't think, think so. You think it'll be twenty twenty? Yes, and it's already fully playable. Yeah, a lot of polish yeah. goes into a game that big. Damn. I think it'll be. Tw- I think it'll be twenty twenty. Master Chief Collection is being put into Game Pass on September first. It will also get its big four K HDR Xbox One X patch. Um. Did they fix that game ever? That's what this is. Fixed. That's what this supposedly I bet is. It broke, I bet it broke in different ways. Yeah, we'll see when it launches on September 1st. True. Uh, Microsoft did have a Gamescom inside Xbox. Man, they announced a lot of stuff. Eight bundles. <laughs> 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 I'm not even kidding. They announced eight bundles. 
There's one for Shadow. All the things you can play our non-exclusive games on. Yeah, there's one for Shadow the Tomb Raider, one for Forza Horizon, uh, one for Fallout 76, one for Battlefield. Um, All of those contain bundles for S and X systems. They also announced a new controller, because of course they did. Uh, It's a PUBG controller, and they also announced that the Design Lab has new camo and shade options. Um, Is Tomb Raider still timed exclusive? No, No. it's uh, launching day and date on everything in two motherfucking weeks. (laughs) That's right. I still haven't played the second game. Yeah. Oh, Rise of the Tomb Raider is so good. And I'm a, sure it is. I, I, it ruined. It ruined it, I, I would have enjoyed Uncharted 4, but that game ruined it for me because I just wanted Tomb Raider over Uncharted. Yep. Spider-Man is out in less than two weeks, and Rise of the Tomb Raider is right around two weeks. That's fucking crazy. I'm not playing any of them. Oh I don't have the time. Um, what else is going on? Lots of stuff going on. Those PlayStation 4, 500 million limited editions went on sale and off sale in about five minutes. So there's that. Uh, There's a lot of news to go through this week. I'm just trying to make sure I didn't miss anything. Sony announced four new controllers. Yeah, they're all ugly, too. Oh, yeah, they... (laughs) They're all ugly, too. <laughs> they are. That's those clear ones? Especially that stupid berry-looking one. No, no, the clear one was for the 500 million. Um, these are, like, actual... One of them looks like fucking Goku. Okay. Like, straight up, like, it's orange with, like, some crazy... It's, yeah, they they don't look great. I, I'm so tired of... Okay, it's the copper one, and I'm assuming it's the same as their silver one, where it'll be, like, the front piece is, like, metallic, and then the back of it's, like, a standard... Single color. Alright. Uh, Shinmu 3 is confirmed to be released in 2019. They also confirmed that it will not be the end of the saga. <laughs> of course. Uh, Castlevania-esque Bloodstained. Ritual of the Night has been delayed into 2019, and also the Vita version has been cancelled. Mm, rest in peace. Gee, Vita. what a surprise. Uh, I wouldn't have backed this campaign. Uh, Dark Souls. Dark Souls trilogy was announced for Xbox One and PS4. Will be out on the same day the original Dark Souls remastered drops on Switch. I also heard that that's not for Europe. Europe's are. That is not for you. It's not for you. I don't. don't At least I, I. I don't know if they confirmed that or not, but I heard that. I saw somebody tweet saying, oh, also, this is not for Europe, it's just for North America. Which is funny, because they announced it at Gamescom. Yeah, I, may, I could be wrong. I don't. That tweet may have been wrong. I, don't, I can't even remember who said it. I don't know. I saw people saying is... that uh, the release of the trilogy was to sabotage the release of the Switch version. I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> sabotage. Listen, sabotage. all y'all, it's a sabotage. Uh-huh. Ah, kids did it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I Am- it. How many of y'all motherfuckers still got Amazon Prime? Uh, I do for the short term. I was gonna say because uh, they just keep doing everything. They just, just take away stuff. Eventually, you're gonna have to pay them for nothing, right? So the twenty yeah, the twenty percent pre-order discount for video games is gone, motherfuckers. It's gone. 
Well, I get yeah, it. For and not only, that, not only that, but I can't even find physical versions of most of the games that I want to buy. Like, you can't buy, at least I couldn't find it right now, um, a physical version of Red Dead, of Spider-Man. Uh, my uh, Assassin's Creed pre-order yep. says that delivery date is to be determined. Yep. Um. Yeah. So the Spider-Man one makes sense because I ran into the same issue when I was trying to order uh, Avengers. So Amazon and Disney are having a fight right now uh, with yep. all of their stuff. So like Avengers was not available on Amazon at all to to order. So I had to order it from Best Buy. So the, the Spider-Man would make sense, but Red Dead and Assassin's Creed don't make sense. And I'm going to be real honest with you. I've ordered stuff for release date delivery, and it never shows up on release day anymore. Yeah, which is bunk. Yeah, I'm paying, you know, I paid $100 for a year's worth of Prime, and basically everything that you're supposed to give me with it, I'm not getting. Yeah. So when my Prime runs out, which is in February, I'm fucking done with Prime. Yeah, I canceled mine back in this January, so... Prime Video is not very good not anyway. Good. No, not so. at all. <laughs> Would you like to watch lore based off of the podcast? No, not at all. Yeah. I got tired of the podcast. Nope. Nope, nope. So I'm I'm done with Amazon Prime, and that I guess they're replacing it with a ten dollar Amazon credit for pre-ordering games, but they get to pick the games that that works for. Obviously, I mean it was it was never a good business move, other than to try to get you to shop Amazon, uh, Amazon. But like it only works if you're buying other stuff on Amazon too. Otherwise, they're just taking a hit. Yeah, like. And I don't blame uh, video game companies for not wanting to work with Amazon because, like, it makes your product look lesser. Like, <clears throat> Inside Baseball, for a company that no longer exists, we uh, uh, I worked for Zellers, which is, like, a Canadian retail store. Think of it as a slightly cleaner Walmart. Um, and uh, at the time, we were selling Sony televisions, and they went on sale. And Sony decide, Sony's like, whoa, you can't put our TVs on sale. It devalues our product just by putting it on sale. So we had to give, we, we still honored the sale, but you, we couldn't announce the sale. We had to like publicly say like, oh, it's not on sale anymore. But if people came in to buy it, we'd just mark it down still. But like, that's a big thing is just how it looks to people, even though most people are like happy with a discount. So, I've never understood it because it's like if you walk into Walmart, the game's seventy, but then on Amazon they're saying it's you know fifty. Why would you buy it for seventy at Walmart? You know. So. Uh, and Drew, you your story is confirmed. There's another story later here that the Dark Souls trilogy is not coming to Europe. That's weird. Uh, that's all the news that I have. Unless anybody has anything else. Okay. Oh, um, one last thing I forgot to mention. I know Drew will get pumped about this. Uh, Supermassive announced their new game, um, The Man of Madon. Yeah, that's the first game in a series. Um, the Dark... God, what's it? Dark, the dark... Something. Dark Pictures? Dark Stories. Is it Dark Stories sure. or Dark Pictures? Dark pictures. dark pictures. Yeah, the Dark Pictures. Um, so they're doing kind of like Black Mirror-esque games where... They're going to come out with a new game. I'm guessing these games are going to be shorter. 
Yeah, like four like or five hours, something like four that. Four to five hours kind of thing. That's totally cool. And they're going to come out probably like maybe once a year, and they're going to be totally different characters, totally different scenarios, not even in the same universe kind of thing, much like Twilight Zone or something like that. And they're all going to be horror-based. And the first one is Man of Maiden. Man Maiden? of Madon, I think is what it's pronounced. And it's about these people who go looking for some sunken treasure in the ocean. Like on a World War II ship, I think. Yeah, and then they run into ghosts out in the deep. Yeah, it's being published by Bandai Namco, which is weird because Sony kind of had those guys locked up. Why they didn't buy them, I will never know. You know what? I said it in our email chain when it happened. I wouldn't be surprised if Supermassive wasn't interested in being bought by Sony because everything that Supermassive has done since... uh, um, Oh, God. I'm drawing a blank. Um, until so dawn. I want to say beyond. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know why you um, want to compare until, those two games either. Yeah, no. um, but uh, <laughs> un- everything since until dawn has been a VR type. And maybe like, maybe that's why they didn't want to make another. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, why would you want to work with Sony? They just keep making you do VR titles. And the last one that came out was the one that was a shooter. Um, oh uh, yeah, the, was, yeah. I remember that game. Nobody but, cared. Because there was the inpatient, which didn't review very well, and then the um, Rush of Blood. Yeah, well, Rush of Blood was Rush of Blood terrible. Was the first one, and that got received well. Then the inpatient wasn't, um, which was another Until Dawn related title, and then they did one that was a shooting, uh, like a soldier shooting game that did not receive great reviews. Yeah, and, like no acclaim. And I'm assuming, like at some point, you just like. I don't want to do this stuff. And it's kind of like rare with the connect. Like they seem to be the company that was being forced to work with the new technology to try to push it. And that's gotta be tedious as hell. Now they're making avatars. No, rare doesn't make avatars anymore. They used to though. Yeah. They made them for the 360. That was a long time ago. (laughs) But, um, now they're making Sea of Thieves. (laughs) Yeah. The, uh, the, um, yeah. This this whole new project that they're doing sounds awesome. Yeah, so. I'm I'm totally down for it and it's cool to finally see it on uh, other platforms. Absolutely. So, I think it's doing PC, PS4 and Xbox One. I I didn't hear Switch, so But no, that's cool. coming to Switch. It's it'll be ported to Switch next century. I don't fuck it. We got an email. It's from Antonio. He says, I booted up God of War back up, I booted God of War back up since I beat it a few months back. Cleaned up for the Platinum, then started New Game Plus. Uh, I'm having just as much fun as I did in my first playthrough. The new and more powerful equipment definitely is an a incentive to loot everything in sight again uh, for the new resources called Scap Slag to craft and upgrade them. Uh, on another note, AC Odyssey would have been just fine just as fine without being expanded tremendously just to make it a talking point. That makes it even more of a relief there won't be an AC game next year. I saw a bunch of preview videos this week that Ubisoft finally put out for AC Odyssey. That game looks cool. It doesn't yeah, look like I agree, an Assassin's 100%. Creed. Yeah, it looks, it, it's like they're stepping away from Assassin's Creed and making like this... It's weird. It's almost like a... Um, it's got some like Mass Effect in it. Yeah. It's It's... It's going to be pretty neat, I think. So, is it? I'm I'm really excited. Does anybody else think feel like it's just 
called Assassin's Creed because they're using that engine. So that's why I kind I, of. I think like it's called Assassin's Creed for the same reason that they originally were going to call Black Flag Assassin's Creed because there's cachet with the brand name. Yeah, it sells. Um, and I, you know, I think the plan has pretty much always been to diversify the offerings among that banner. Um, you know, they've already got the side-scrolling games that I feel like anybody's only played because they were free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I think. I think I, I'm. I feel the opposite. I'm all about them taking that license and expanding it out into other stuff and trying new stuff. Um, I I'm I'm a fan of that compared to them making the same game over and over again. Odyssey, Assassin's Creed, Prince of Persia. Odyssey there, looks. There's your title. Odyssey yeah. looks rad. Like the the whole like mythological creature side quests and main quests. Like that stuff really interests me. It looks like the game that I've wanted for Greek mythology for a long time. Well, that's God of War, right? <laughs> well, I mean, but but like God of War is good. It's just that game is very different. Yeah, focus. no, I know. Uh, also, like, there's no exploration in the originals. Also, not to mention the best God of War is now Norse mythology. Yeah, so that's kind of funny. Uh, also, Anthony, you're too hard on yourself as a regular part of the show now. I know it's in your Canadian blood to apologize, so at least try to tone it down a maple leaf or two. And maybe I'll tone down the jokes about the girl you're dating whom you found on SistersOnly.com. I really hope that's not a real website. <laughs> I I'm thought not... he was going to say the girl you're dating who shares your parents. Oh, fine. <laughs> don't, don't type in SistersOnly.com. I can only imagine that will be very bad for whoever types that in. Don't, don't type that in. Yeah. yeah just, it's, just, it's just a white splash page that says you've been put on a list. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on to the Twitter, Mookie says, I'm not a Souls fan, but I'm currently liking The Surge. Any idea when the sequel will be out next year? Wasn't that game supposed to get co-op at some point? The first one? Yeah. Uh, I think they're done with the first one. Sure they are now. I thought it was supposed to get co-op. They, they hinted at, like, maybe co-op when we get, like, further in. Right now we're just worrying about the single-player game. I don't know. I think they did well enough to where they made it to make a sequel. Yeah, they're they're making a sequel. They announced that it'll be out. I think it's out next year. I'm I'm gonna guess probably August September of next year. I actually yeah. picked that game up today. I mean, for fifteen dollars. It, it's fine. Like it's still a Souls game to me. I still couldn't get into it, but it's fine. Uh, Chad says I'm a huge AC fan, but I have to admit that I've only been mildly interested in Odyssey up until recently. I've been watching their making of videos, and I'm impressed by the length of historical research they've been conducting to try and recreate these different periods. <laughs> they truly seem to be pioneering this bridge between digital entertainment and education. I've been playing through the Egypt tour mode with my son recently, although the subject matter is a little dry at times. I think he is actually learning a little from it. Just picture the. I just pictured this time going around like the, the Minotaur, <laughs> the oh, very real yeah. creature that lived. <laughs> Hey, you don't know. You weren't there. Uh, it's been talked about before, but I would love to see more game developers create tour modes in their games, even just to passively walk through different levels and give developer commentary, maybe pointing out finer details gamers may have missed while playing the game. I have a weird one. Like, I agree with that. I think it'd be not that it's not interesting with Assassin's Creed, but in a world where like it's pure fantasy, right, and they've made everything up, Sometimes there is things that, like, oh, I kind of want to know more about... Like, um, the one that comes to mind is the uh, last version of Hyrule from uh, Breath of the Wild, 
There's a lot of little towns that are named but are just wrecks now. Uh, now. It's just kind of interesting to find out more about that, if they made that lore or not. So, I mean, in the timeline, in the timeline, it's there because, like, Kakariko Village. Uh, yeah. Also, there's the the farm, the Lon Lon Ranch. Ranch is there, and it's got destroyed. So, like, you know, when did it get destroyed? What did it look like before? If they've made, like, there's there's a lot of opportunities with games that are not just historically based for that type of thing. And I, you know, for so, people that really dive deep into like lore, I mean, Dark Souls being the main one. Although I think a tour mode would kind of ruin Dark Souls. But, um, you know, there are people that enjoy that type of stuff, myself included. So I've enjoyed that even in games. There was a... Assassin's Creed. Was it Bioshock that did the commentary? Bioshock has a commentary on the um, uh, the special edition or whatever it's called for the yeah. PS4. Yeah, that's what I thought. I remember somebody doing a commentary for a game where, like, as you're playing through it, they come on and tell you a little bit about well, something. Well, Half-Life. Uh, they did it in the orange box. That's yeah. right. That's the other one I was thinking of. The orange box. Bioshock, Bioshock did a museum. Yeah, that that's, you could walk around. That stuff is cool because I like to see that kind of stuff. Even the um, going back even further, uh, Ratchet and Clank going commando and up your arsenal, and then I think everyone since going commando had the Insomniac Museum, uh, or I think they may have changed the name eventually, where it showed you how they developed the game. Like there is a, there is a room that it's just ramps and they explain like, Oh, we figured out at this point, this is where you should not be able to walk, uh, steep surfaces anymore. And they go through all the stuff that they cut through the, uh, from the game. And they talk about why they cut it from the game and everything too. And that stuff like that's really interesting. Anything that like has like a, some weird educational aspect that I enjoy, even if it's just based on their own sort of world that they've built. Yeah. Rare so, replays stuff was fantastic. Yeah, rare replay stuff is really cool. There, they, if you buy the definitive edition of Killer Instinct, there's like this really long video on there about how they resurrected the game and talked to the original. Like that, that thing is really interesting. I love those kind of things because it's always neat to see the process that went into making games. Yeah, but I imagine I it's got to be expensive to do stuff like that for some people. I hate when they're like they've been made, but they're only available. Special edition. Yeah, the, like I had to get the definitive edition of Killer Instinct to even get that. It it installs as an app and it lets you listen to all the soundtracks yeah. and like it's a cool thing. But when it came out at forty bucks, I couldn't justify it. But I got it on sale or really cheaper. I think it was on Games with Gold or something, where they gave you the definitive edition. That's how I got it. Like yeah. the Metal Gear Solid Four has one, but it's only in the special. Oh edition god, do you remember the fucking 4. document of Metal Gear Solid Two? Yeah, I do. That yeah. thing was. I never cool. got to play it. I've only seen videos of it. That thing was cool as shit. I still have it. Actually, that thing is cool as shit. Uh, I have. I have the. Um, it's like a dramatization of Metal Gear. Do you ever see that? What is that? Is that on like a PlayStation it's, somewhere? It was on PSP. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, Band dessinée uh, is what it's called. It's the graphic novel. Yeah, they did an entire comic book graphic novel that is completely voiced with David Hayter, and it tells the entire story of Metal Gear Solid. They're, 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 uh, I actually own the physical comic books that that's based off of. They went in and redid something. Like they, they separated the art so it can move Yeah, to, to do a motion comic. The, the second one was done as well, but it was never released in uh, America. Yeah, I actually own that. That stuff is I, uh, cool. 
yeah, those that's a really cool one. And uh, I mean, read those comics because uh, even though I'm really rough on Metal Gear, first game is really good, and the comic books are amazing. Um, Dustin says, "Greetings, programs." I picked up my copy of Shinmu, and I'm excited to see what this game is all about, bad or I'm good. So sorry. Doesn't matter. I've never played it, but I know it's a cult hit, and those are some of the most interesting games. He also has been pre-ordering a bunch of games before that Amazon 20% gets replaced with a $10 credit. Probably smart if you're going to buy those games anyway. Yeah, uh, if you can find the physical versions. True, true. He says, Death Gambit looks fun. Can't wait to hear impressions on that. Uh, Sophie's reviewing that, so... She Looks like a good Adult Swim title. Uh, he wants to know when the Iconoclast giveaway is. <laughs> uh, if Darksiders 3 bombs, do you think we will still get the final Horseman game? I don't think it'll bomb, so I'm not really worried about it. Because TH- I don't think THQ Nordic... Uh, Sets their goals extra like extra high. THQ, they, they THQ Nordic has been on a roll lately, so I'm I'm feeling pretty good about this that we'll get the fourth game. But I mean, like I just look at their their output of like reissues as well, and like they put all that stuff on disc and everything. That's got to cost money. I know it doesn't cost as much as like they sell the games for, but like I just don't think they're in it so much for the like thousands of sales that or millions of sales you know what i mean i think they're they are a little bit more reasonable with what they expect games to do so i don't think that they've poured a bunch of money into darksiders 3 expecting millions of sales i think they're probably more looking forward to something of you know um tens and it'll probably show but at the same time like if you're a fan of that series like you're gonna get what you get like you know what I mean? Like you're gonna get what you want from that. I don't think they're gonna make something that's low tier. Yep. Um, Dustin says I don't like Assassin's Creed at all, but Odyssey looks cool. I wish they dropped all that Animus bullshit and the AC name altogether. The name doesn't bother me, but yeah, like the Animus stuff in Origins, I really just skipped through that. Yeah. So I would be okay if they just got rid of that stuff and just started making historically. Yeah, I mean, I'd be fine with them saving the animus stuff for specific named, like, sequels to the modern-day lore. I'm going to be honest. Like, after they stopped kind of giving a shit, I, they could just remove that from the series now. Like, as soon as this, the plot was, like, no longer with Desmond, that, I just don't think that game, like, that whole system worked as well. It's a weird... It's a weird thing. I well, and they've also, that. from a narrative standpoint, they've done basically everything they can to make it less important. Yeah. yeah. Like, even in, in Origins, she the whole thing was she, she discovered a way to be able to access people's memories even if they weren't your genetic ancestor, <laughs> which seems kind of like the opening to just kind of get rid of it. Or you could just point. black flag yeah. it and just make it so yeah. it's a video game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I to be honest with you, I think the original Assassin's Creed they had some kind of direction that they wanted to go with with them, and then they just stopped. So, do you know the story of the first Assassin's Creed? Yeah, it was yeah. a Prince Persia. They game. just no, I mean like the story of the development of it. They made that game with no expect, like no sci-fi elements originally. And then they added in the sci-fi elements. 
And uh, they ended up, I think, somebody tried to bring him to court because it was very similar to a, a plot of a book. can't remember what the book's called. But, um, they, I think they, I remember they, that, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it seemed like they had an idea. And then they've started uh, putting in Abstergo into other video game franchises like Watch Dogs. And I think the best one is still the Far Cry uh, 3 Abstergo Center that was abandoned years ago. And um, you go through, and it was like, they seem to be doing something with it. But it was a last-minute addition, and it feels like it was half-baked. And they had something, but then they wanted to kill off Desmond so they could do other stuff with different characters. And it kind of fell off after that. Like, as soon as they killed off Desmond, that's when you start getting the... It's a video game, and it's it's just a laptop you can bring anywhere and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Should have just stuck to the historical stuff if they weren't sure what they were going to do. Because then they added aliens, and you're like, okay, I kind of like this, and the conspiracy that it's building, and then they drop that. And, like, the games are so good that I I don't think it needs anything more than what's happening in the past. And just, a like, a very thin line connecting all of them, like the assassins. But then they tried, they had to do that thing in the first game, and they've just ruined it ever since. I can just do without any future stuff because they never went to present day like anyone wanted to and what they seem to be building to work. Yeah. Hmm. He also says, what's everyone's most anticipated game right now? Mine is probably the RE2 remake. That's mine. I don't want to answer for not this year. I've never played Resident Evil 2, so it's one of those things where I'm like super excited to give it a shot because it's such an interesting um scenario and obviously that game looks fantastic yeah um but i would rather answer for this year and i I know this is a weird one monster boy is mine motherfuckers red dead redemption 2 is 60 days away red dead redemption is mine and then i pre-ordered that but it's just um yeah my my list is is red dead spider-man mega man Assassin's Creed and Soul Calibur. That's my five for the rest of the year. That's a good fucking five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Anthem early next year. Man, early yeah. next year is so exciting. You got Metro, Crackdown, Anthem. Something else just got pushed to early next year, too. And Division I, 2. Division 2 is probably summer next year. There's probably going to be a new Mortal Kombat next year. Oh, I can't wait. I hope... God, I, I hope you're right, Ken. I can't wait for remake. Remake is I, I'm definitely excited for remake. That's out in fucking January. Dude, Resident Evil Two is like one of my favorite games of all time. Like that Metal Gear Solid Two or Metal Gear Solid and freaking Diablo Two. Yeah. Like those were my heyday, you know, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen year old. Oh man. That's the reason why I'm I'm looking forward to Monster Boy. It's the team that did the original Wonder Boy three making a new title. 20, 2019 is looking like 2018 at this time last year, where we were like, 2017 is so good, and 2018 is looking so much better, and now 2018 has been so good, and 2019 is looking so much fucking good, too. God damn. It's where we're at in games, man. It's just going to get better every year. If you're bitching about games right now, get the fuck out. <laughs> so yeah, true games. story. Well, here I Especially am playing a three-year-old game based this... on the console that they're on. Yeah. You playing a three-year-old game? Overwatch. Well, we all play Overwatch. That's fine. That's fine. I don't play Overwatch. I don't, I don't play Overwatch, Overwatch either. You know, 
half of this. Don't, you, don't you add me into your bullshit? Me and Drew played enough that we can count for your guys' play time. That's fair enough. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I've put enough time in that game. I can put in enough time for like four people with that game. I think that I, that that has to be my most played game ever. It's mine. It has to be at this point. I just broke thirteen hundred hours. Holy crap! In that game, I don't think I've done that much. Yeah, I can't even remember. Did you say thirteen hundred hours? I did. I did. Wow. Yeah. I Where really, do you see that at? On Xbox, it tracks it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so I can see how long I've played. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, to put that in perspective, like <laughs> the entire my my father sat there for like an entire year and played Oblivion and maxed out the timer, and it probably is still less time than you've played Overwatch. I've been. And playing... I get it. It's over three years, but good. God, I've been playing you for play over two things. years. Over two, right, years. I, but you I'm, play other things too. Sure, I'm, sure. I'm booting up Overwatch just to see if I can possibly gauge how long I've played this game. <laughs> I, I don't know how you could gauge it because you're playing through the Blizzard launcher, so it doesn't track it like Steam does either. That's true, but I can at least tell you like my heroes and stuff like that. Oh, like how long you've played each one, but you'd have to look at them all in different modes too. That's true. Well, I mean, let's just go with all modes. All modes, I have put 114 hours into Lucio. 96 hours into Reinhardt. 39 hours into Moira. 31 into Mercy. 30 into Junkrat. I mean, let's see what my lowest played. Lowest played character is Wrecking Ball with two hours. (laughs) And that's just because he's new. You've played more Wrecking Ball than you have some games that just came out. It's true. <laughs> I've played more Wrecking Ball. Uh, yeah, I have at least... All right, so Wrecking Ball's two hours. Doomfist is five. Symmetra's six. And then I've got a bunch of characters that are seven hours apiece. And this is not even including Mystery Heroes. That doesn't track in Mystery Heroes? Mm-mm, doesn't track in Mystery Heroes. Mm. God, that's all I play anymore, so. So, yeah. I've spent 78 hours on the payload. Yeah. I've spent 78 hours escorting something. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking crazy, dude. Oh, my God. Uh... So just in two characters, I've put 200 hours. Mm -hmm. Just, Just playing Lucio and Reinhardt. I mean, that's how much time I put in the Final Fantasy 15. Well, it says here, time played, according to this, is 563 hours time played. Yeah, that feels probably off. Yeah. Because it only tracks the time that you're actually in the game as well, and it doesn't track every mode. Yeah. So, So, and I've won 1,988 games. 1,988. I need to fucking delete this game. Do you? No. No, because if you delete it, all you're going to do is play Puzzles and Dragons. I only do that at work. Puzzle Quest. Puzzle Quest, indeed. Whew. Uh, That is... Yeah, that's all the tweets I got. I've won 2,566 games, by the way. Well, look at you, Mr. Overachiever. 130 hours in Junkrat, according to this. (laughs) 
hundred and thirty hours. It, just playing one character in a game that I don't really play him anymore because I've played him so much. Yeah, I don't play Lucio at all anymore. Oh my god. Shit. This stuff is ridiculous. Can't stop, won't stop. I, I, oh my god. Oh my god. Anyway, um, that's all. Is that all? That's all. I I do want to mention that I watched that, that, that Mr. Rogers documentary over the weekend. Dude, I bawled. That's, goddamn, you need to watch that. (laughs) Where'd you see like it? It's it's available digitally now, so I got it on okay. like uh, Amazon. Can't <laughs> <laughs> in my Amazon video. There's no why on there. I well, got see, it on Amazon. When you buy it on Amazon, it was cheaper, and it still works in Voodoo and Movies on Demand because my oh, libraries okay. are all so tied. You're buying it. Dig- you actually buy a digital file. It's not on Amazon. Yeah, no, no, I didn't buy it because oh, okay. the Blu-ray is like twenty bucks, and I'm like, I probably won't watch this more than a couple times, so I only bought the digital version. <laughs> But yeah, it's, won't it. It watches more than a couple times, dude. It's God bless America. That thing is. Oh, that thing does is it something. make you feel like he was a better man than we ever knew, dude? I already thought he was like the second coming of Jesus, and now it's like God. That dude is about the best human being that's probably ever lived. <laughs> the worst question you can ask yourself ever is. Am I being the person Mr. Rogers would want me to be? The, the answer is going to be no, no. A thousand percent <laughs> of the time. Is, is you're not. Whew. But yeah, if you haven't seen that, I, I, I especially if you're like me and you grew up watching him, like it's just, oh. Anyway. But no, that's it. Uh, if you want to shoot us an email, it's uh, podcasts at ztgd.com. You can follow us on Twitter. It is at N4G Podcast. You can follow us individually. Drew is at DML Fury. Ryan is at Wombat RP. Uh, Anthony is at NTRSKT. And you can follow me at ZTGD. You can follow the site at ZTGD Content. If you'd like to read our read our reviews, read them reviews, Shannon. Uh, and then Phoenix Down. There was no episode this week, but you guys are picking back up Final Fantasy twelve. That's correct. Um, I'm. Ho- You're what? What? You you died there. You, you said I'm. Hope- you died. Oh, sorry. I was saying I hope that maybe move two more episodes. Two more? Oh, we'll wow. Already? Maybe. Maybe. We don't know. Okay. How long is that game? It's not as long. Like because of that fast forward button, you go through that game real fast. Okay. I was just kind of yeah. curious because I've never actually finished that game, so I can. Never... I think I'm running around 25 hours right now, and that's that's really low for a Final Fantasy. Yeah, but you fast forwarded, so it's probably more like 40. It's true. So, yeah, well, I guess that's about standard Final Fantasy then. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what's after that? You got the next one ready? Red Dead Redemption. Holy shit! Just in time for the new game, huh? Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. You guys should have went back and played uh, Red Dead Revolver instead. No. No. No, 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 I'm good. Don't play that game. I've played that. It's not great. I actually liked Red Dead Revolver. I so. know. It's not like the worst game ever, but it's just not great. It, it, the, the I played up until the point where I had to do some sort of thing on top of a train, and I was like, I hate this. I'm done. Yep. Kim, did you beat Red Dead Revolver? No, 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 no. Drew, have you beat it? Uh, yeah, but it's been... 
I was going to say, am I the only person on this podcast that beat that game? No, no, I I bought that like day one when it came out. That was the one that was still Capcom. Yep. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Yeah, I remember that game being really hard to play back in the day, and I was like, I can't. I can't do this. Yeah. It feels like there's still enough of the Capcom Gunsmoke game that it was supposed to be in there. Yeah, doesn't feel like a doesn't feel like a Rockstar game at all at that point. Nope. All right, well if nobody has no game is good though. I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Gun. I like gun. I like gun. I'm not a huge fan of gun. I actually thousand pointed that game on the 360 when it first came out. Yeah, that was one of those weird like it was on both systems. Yeah, it was on PS2 and Xbox, and then it was on Xbox 360. Yeah. It's still, I actually it's, didn't play it on 360. I think I played it on uh, Xbox. Yeah, I played on PS2. It is still so crazy to me. Like, if you go back to the beginning of the PS3, how many games didn't come to PS3? Mm-hmm. Like, that is such a weird thing for me, because now it seems like so evident that PlayStation gets everything. And even before 360, PlayStation got everything. Yeah. And then, like, PS3's opening didn't get, what was it, the Elder Scrolls game? It didn't, didn't get, get a Didn't get no, Bioshock, no. Mass Effect, like, that. and uh, granted, Mass Effect was published by Microsoft at first, but yeah, that was still weird to me that there were big games that were not on a PlayStation platform. That's yeah. that's why you will never see the next Xbox and the PlayStation Five releasing. They they are you will never see them release between probably a two month span. Yeah. They're, they're always... going to come out at the exact same time, so that way they nobody has a leg up. Yep. Those two are twinsies. They have to have the same games. Twins. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, well, that's all I have. I'm going to go and, I don't know, fucking do something. Fucking something. <laughs> I'm going to go do fucking something. Eat some dinner. So I don't fucking know. Dinner? Uh, in a couple hours, a couple hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, not not right this minute. No, no, but in a no. Hours. Probably gonna go to bed. Uh, uh, later tonight. Yeah. Die at some point. I mean, fuck years off. Years from now, of course. Fuck off, Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I I was say hit stop. Go fuck yourself. Alrighty, and it goes something like this. <laughs> Welcome to the N4G Podcast.
Dragon. Yeah, I killed the dragon.